The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Ian Lee, you're an idiot. (laughs) There's a voice that keeps on calling me. Down the road is where I'll always be. Every stop I make, I make a new friend. Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone again. Maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down. Until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on. Down this road that never seems to end. When you adventure lies just around the bend. So if you wanna join me for a while, just grab your hat, come travel like that's old style. Maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down. Until tomorrow, the whole world is my home. So if you wanna join me for a while, just grab your hat, come travel like that's old style. Four nine nine one thousand. The late night alternative. I'm Ian Lee. Who the hell are you, lady? Catherine Boyle. She's wearing a medallion. It's like she's a man in 1971. She's medallion Cath. And if she rubs it, a genie appears. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. If you, the medallion. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us uh, a call, thank you to everyone who came to the screening of Brass. After the screaming stops on Saturday night, it was a success. Although, I mean, can we say this on air, legally, that... um, Keep the computer going. I don't know if you've turned that off. Keep never switch... Never switch that one off. Um, This is what happens when you give different people every day. It's fine. Don't don't worry, Matthew. We'll get there. Um, Can we say that Katie Puckrick is an idiot? Oh, no. Can we say... Come on, can we say... Let's just say it. Puckrick is a bell cheese. She she did a daft thing. She came on the wrong day. There's us showing off going, we're friends with um, Katie Puckrick and the guy that... that Sam, that that was was in charge of us at the the two North Down venue in King's Cross on Saturday. Oh, the the Katie Puckrick... Come, yeah, put her on the guest list. Yeah, oh, she'll, she will turn up. The Katie Puck. Oh, I like her. And she didn't show up. No. Afterwards, where, where was 
Where was Katie? I like. We left egg on our face. Well, then you got a text. Yeah, yesterday, saying that she was outside the venue and realised that she'd gone on the wrong day. What an absolute knobber. Thank you, Katie. I do love her, though. I've gone, I've gone right off her. Hey, <coughs> some exciting news. We've only got eight tickets left for our show in Manchester in May. I'm going to make a deal with you guys. If we sell those eight tickets this week... We will do something on the Sunday. We will try and arrange something on the Sunday that you guys can come to too. Whether that's a ticketed event, whether that's a game of tag in the morning, I don't know. But if you, if we sell those eight tickets this week, we will try and arrange something uh, on the Sunday as well. Maybe another show. I don't. I just don't know. But if you want those tickets, there's only eight left. There's only fourteen left for Brighton. IanLee.com/event. Ian Lee dot com slash event also our mate dan mugger harris yes. is doing an art exhibition in brighton on the day that we're in brighton or it starts on the day that we're in brighton. we've been invited to a private a private screening and i said yes we'll have some of that please very nice um but the bross screening was a success it what was lovely was oh, by the way oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand dear listener well, i'm just going to sit here and ramble you can call in about anything you want i have a few suggestions but you, you can call in about anything you want you can set the agenda this evening as every evening um what was lovely was it was about 80 percent 70 80 percent our fans and about 25 percent Brossettes, yeah. who knew nothing of our oeuvre, didn't really know who we were, just love Bross, love the, fa- uh, love the film, love Q&As with Joe Perlman, the director. Yeah. And, and they'll go to anything and they, Bross. They've been to a few screens. Like some, for some, it's like their third, fourth, fifth screening. And they said it was their favourite screening as well. <laughs> um, but they were all... And they were all... Lovely. It, I was worried it would be a little bit like when you have a party. I don't have parties, partly because of this. When you have a party and you invite your work friends and your friend friends, and they don't always don't always get on. You know, they kind of think, well, they're an idiot and they're an idiot. But there was none of that. The Bross fans were lovely. They joined in. Um, they were up with a little bit of heckling. It was it was a fun old night. Um, so thank you to everyone who uh, came to that. I'm going to say it's been quite a cultured weekend for me, if you can include... I mean, lowbrow. Low to mid... Low to mid-brow, I'm going to say. Here's my neck. Did you hear that? What? Going to the osteopath tomorrow. After that crash, everything has c- contracted and compacted, and um, I'm going to the osteopath tomorrow, and I'm really looking forward to... Um, I, 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 I want a man to work on my crack. I really want this guy to to work on my crack. Yeah, make it as big as possible. Yes, please. Yes, please. Nice big crack. A noisy crack. Tomorrow. Um, but so it's been a cultured weekend for me. 0344 499 is the phone number. Um, in as much as we had the broth screening, and that was lovely. Really nice evening. Then on Sunday, I had the great delight of going to Manchester. I was in Manchester for two hours and 14 minutes. Two hours. My train got in at 12.41. My train left at 2.55. And I was there for a private viewing because it was shut 
Manchester um, Central Library where I met, and I cannot remember the name of the woman that worked there. Apologies. I've recorded it. We're going to play it in two weeks, in the week the Frank Sybottom film gets released, OK? But for a private screening of the Frank Sybottom, Chris C.V. exhibition, and I was taken around by a woman whose name escapes me, and I apologise for that, but she's kind of head of, of multimedia and stuff and archives at Manchester Central Library. Um, but also Steve Sullivan who is the director of uh, Being Frank, the Chris Seavey story, which is a great film, comes out on the 29th of March, I think it is. And Dave Arnold, who also worked on the film, but was also Chris's uh, roadie and worked with Chris for, for, for years and years and years. And they showed me round what is... It's, it's fair... It's, it's, I don't want to say small, because it's a big old building, so it looks small in comparison to the building, but it's a delightful exhibition of Frank Sybottom, Chris C.V., uh, stuff that you will have seen and stuff that you will never have seen, and it is uh, is wonderful. Here's my tip, right? Go and have a little look around. They've also got two video booths set up, where normally you go in and... Um, why would it... Do you know what? Yes. Go on. Um, the two video booths, where normally you'd get, like, a little... Uh, rotary of like three minute clips here's the tip guys there's 28 hours of rare footage on there 28 hours of rare footage on there so my suggestion is if you live near there you work near there on your lunch break pop in there for an hour every day for for a month because it's just packed full of stuff honestly it's an absolute uh, it's an absolute joy I did record a, a, a little tour of it and a nice chat with Steve and Dave about the movie and stuff like that. Uh, we're going to play that on Monday the 25th of uh, of March because that's the week that the film comes out. I'm just getting the vibe that this Frank Sidebottom document is Chris Seavey documentary more precisely. I guess getting the vibe it's going to be huge. I'm just starting to get... Because you know I'm releasing the, the album, the soundtrack album. We sold... It's not even out yet. Pre-orders... In over three days, 300 copies, which for us is, for a tiny little record, is huge, you know. And I'm just starting to get the fact that it was mentioned in The Sun. Obviously, they focus on Chris <coughs> when using cocaine and stuff. But the fact that it was mentioned in The Sun made me think, I think this is going to, this film is going to take off. It's a good film, isn't it? Yeah, it's really good. Very heartwarming. Very heartwarming. It's not just about uh, the, the Frank, it's, 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 it's about Chris, and, and Frank obviously pops into it. It's about... Um someone who couldn't stop creating stuff yeah. and it wasn't about money and here's the most heartbreaking thing in the exhibition right they've got a, a glass cabinet that's full of bills and final demands and court summonses the most heartbreaking thing was um a form from the job center from 1996 so he'd had big success you know, a little fallow period and um, <coughs> when you sign on, certainly when I signed on, which would have been around... God, we were signing on the same time, Chris, unbelievable. When, when he signed on, which is when I was signing on, you had to kind of show them what you'd done to look for work and also come up with a little little plan. And Chris Seavey, who, for my mind, is, is one of the greatest performance artists... We're going to look back on Chris in, in 10, 15, 20 years' time and go, my God, what a performance artist, what a genius... Um, it, it, one of the greatest artists this country has ever seen on his little form it says 
I will speak to contacts in the media to see about getting jobs. I will write to the Family Channel to see if they have any jobs. I will phone around various TV companies to see if they have any work. Oh, and it's hum it's humiliating. Humiliating. It's the last thing I saw in there, and it just broke my heart. Such a good exhibition. So that was that. So, But then I had, like, nine hours train journey, getting up there and then getting back and all of this. And I really wanted to read the Bruce Lee book by Matthew Prolly, Prolly, I think it is, that we had in, and I couldn't find it. So I went for the, the... The only other book I could find was the Sally Field. Field or Fields? Fields. OK. Sally Field's autobiography in pieces. We're Googling it now to find out if it's Field or Fields. I'm pretty sure it is. And I thought, well, I'll read that, because that'll be a laugh. I'll come to you in a minute, Sadiq and Tony and Alan. Sally Field. I thought so. So I, I grabbed that thinking, well, that will be a laugh. That'll be a, that'll be a funny old romp through Gidget and Burt Reynolds and Mrs Doubtfire. My God. First of all, I read it in a day. I haven't read a book in a day for a long time. I just couldn't, I, I just couldn't stop. It was, I was blown away. It is not, it is not the story you think it's going to be. It's dark. It is very, very dark, uh, harrowing. She's an incredible woman, right? She's an incredible woman, full of self-doubt, self-loathing, um, and treated abysmally by men her whole life. I don't want to give. I, I, I don't want to give anything away. I don't want to give anything away, really. Because I'd like you, I want you to read it, Kath, right? okay. and then we'll have a chat about it. But it, it's it's relentless. It's relentless. I'll give one bit away because I mentioned this right when she is. I think she's seventeen or eighteen. This is horrible. Okay, so some of you might find might find this triggering. Really is. Uh, it's an. It's just an incredible story, and she tells it with such dignity. But when she's seventeen or eighteen, she goes and has an illegal abortion in Tijuana, right? And while she is having the abortion, I, I can't remember if there's one or two men there, but, but one man starts molesting her. Starts groping her breast while she's under gas and having an abortion. And she's lying there. She's thinking, just, just knock his hand away. Just knock it. And she knocks it away. Now, when I tell you that is not the worst thing that happens in that book by quite some way. It, I, honestly, I, it, I, I cannot stop thinking. I finished it yesterday. I can't stop thinking about it. Cannot stop thinking about what she, what she went through. And it details the whole th romance, romance in inverted commas with Burt Reynolds. Um... It, and it seems to be, say this very, how do I phrase this carefully? So I don't, I don't want any way apportion blame on her. But she seems to be a magnet for men who abuse her. Sometimes sexually, all the time, you know, belittle and bully and, um, you know, treat her horribly. She, and what's good as well is she writes about her flaws, you know. She had terrible examples of parenting and she talks about herself being, a, you know, not a great parent. But man alive, it's some book. 
It's some book. Uh, it's, it, uh, it's, it's just blown me away. So I thoroughly, thoroughly recommend that um, if you think you can stomach that kind of stuff because it, she just writes... It, it, it's just given me a lot to think about, is all I'm going to say. Right, oh three. Four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, if you've got any, um, <coughs> sorry, I got a frog in my throat today. If you have any artistic recommendations, books or movies, always happy to take those, listen to those, get get on board with those. So, if any suggestions for things like that, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. A few things I want to talk about tonight. Then we're going to go to the break. Then we're going to come in with Tony. Then we've got Alan, and then we might have you. Uh, I want to talk about Remy Malik. Remy Melik? I don't know how you say his name, and it realised it dawned on me the other day that me mispronouncing his name might come across as being actually a little bit racist. So how is it? I'm, I, think I think it's, it's Remy, isn't it? Remy Malik. Okay, right. Apparently, there's a, a video going round that I've not seen of Remy Malik talking about his favourite things. That's quite cringeworthy. So we thought we'd listen to that. Uh, the cheese face thing, which I don't understand. Um, oh, well, just loads of stuff. You, you know, I know. Oh, three, four, four. Um, oh, D- D- Dorothy Williams, you're such a twat. I'm just, just going to block you every time you, every time you, you, you tweet. You just, just get blocked. Go away. Good. Can't see it anymore. You're such a pain in the ass. Oh, three, four, four, four. Nine, I shouldn't even give you the, the, the satisfaction of reading your fake name out, but, but the, just every time it pops up, just block. For 24 hours. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. This is The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 0344 499 1000. Let's go to Tony. Good evening, Tony. Hello. Hello, Tony. Hello, how are you doing? All right. Yeah, what you got? I just want to first pay me respects to the late, great Keith Flint, Prodigy. Okay. You give me many great years of getting through a, a good part of my life that I'll always remember and their their music, and it's, it's a big loss, I think, to the music world. Okay, well, yeah, you, you, yes, of course. You uh, Also, Luke Perry died today. The 90s, the 90s have uh, taken a little hit today with those two going. Oh, well. Well, I don't know him so much, but, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, you, you was on about Bruce Lee earlier on as well. I've been listening to the audio book by Matthew Polly. Is it any good? It's brilliant. Yeah. I, I was going to download that today, and then I, I downloaded Roger Daltrey instead. It's very, it's very good. I mean, my ex-girlfriend calls them lazy boy books, you know what I mean? But I, I like <laughs> listening to stories, so... Do you know what? I'm getting, I, was, I was always dead against audiobooks yeah. until about a year ago, when I can't remember why, but I got into them. And now I love that if I'm driving, yeah. I'll have an audiobook on. Well, you're lying, you're lying there trying to sort of get off to sleep and, I don't and listen whatever. To them nice. trying to get off. <laughs> I don't listen to them so much in bed, but I, yes, I can understand how... But if I listened to them in bed, though, I'd fall asleep and then wake up the next day and go, "Well, hang on, what did, what was the last, what was the last thing I remember?" Remember, and then I'd try and listen to it and realize I, I, it would confuse me. So for me, it's driving. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's, that's a good point. Or on a train or whatever, like you know. Yes. Yeah. There's a couple of other things as well. Netflix. So I've got a couple of things for you to watch. There we right? go. This is what we want. Tony's in with our cultural recommendations on a Monday evening. Yes, Tony. Right. You got Dirty John. Now. 
I've heard a lot about this Dirty John, partly because I was listening to when Kath filled in for me the other day and she was talking about Dirty John. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You've been listening to the podcast, which my sister it. didn't rate. Right. Did you enjoy it? I, yeah. It's unbelievable. Hang, hang on a minute, hang on a minute, Tom. Go on, go on, Kath. Yeah, I did enjoy it. Uh, as much as you can enjoy something that's horrific. But I was I went for a drink with my friend yesterday and she was talking... She hasn't heard the podcast, but she's seen the Netflix series and right. she said it was incredible. So, Tony, is the series... Is it a documentary or is it a drama? There's a, there's a documentary on there as oh. well as the series. So watch the series first yeah. and then watch the documentary after, which is called Dirty John, The Dirty Truth. OK. Why... I'm going to regret asking this. Why is he dirty? Uh, he, it's quite unbelievable what he gets up to. It's he's it's, it's wow. quite horrific. Aye, aye, aye. He, he's, he's a bit. He's, he's very nasty, but he gets his comeuppance at the end. I ain't going to say nothing too much. Okay. Too Doesn't much it? more about it. But another thing you got to watch. Hang, hang on a minute. Hang on. He can't. He can't hear Catherine. Wait. Go on. So, I was going to say basically he got the um, nickname when he was at university because he was right. a ladies' man, right? He's very, right, very yeah. attractive, but he's also a git. Okay, <laughs> all right, okay. I love that word, git. I know that for years. You don't hear the... Here we go. This is tonight's phone. In words that you don't hear very often. I'm going to... We've got git. Let's, let's get a table. We've got git. I'm going to throw in wally. Yeah, you yeah. You know, no one calls anyone a wally anymore. If. But what? Div. A div. Yeah, we'll have div. We do, we do div a bit, but we'll have div, yeah. Div and divvy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've got, can I just say, I've got a couple of more programmes for your next... There's another, another program called You. Yeah, what's that about? Uh, Me? This is, no, yeah. this is about a, a head case that gets a bit obsessed with this woman. Oh. It's very good, very good. Okay. You'll, I think you'll like it. All right, thank you, yes. And there's a, there's another uh, there's a, there's another documentary as well. Yeah. Uh, called, hold on a minute, I've, just, I've written it down. He's no. made notes. This guy's done more prep than we have. It's gone. It's actually gone. Like, oh, yeah, they already you, you wrote it in invisible like, ink. Watch and it's you prune. Gone, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, so... Hey, now, you... let, right, Tony, let me throw something at you, right, because you're obviously a Bruce Lee fan, OK? And I've got to say something to you that only a Bruce Lee fan would get, right? Go for it. The other day, I was in the car with Catherine listening to The Archers. Yeah. Right? And in The Archers, there's a karate teacher... And he invited a woman back to his house for a date. And she came in and she went, oh, that's a nice poster. And he went, yeah, it's Bruce Lee, Enter the Dragon. Yeah. But my favourite film... Why are the dragons? Well, hang on. He's, the guy says, my favourite Bruce Lee film is Game of Death. Really? Now, listen. Exactly. <laughs> no no Bruce Lee fan is going to say their favourite Bruce Lee film is Game of Death. It's a lousy movie. I mean, I enjoy watching it, but it's lousy. No one, no one. I said this to Catherine, and she kind of shrugged her shoulders. No Bruce Lee fan is ever going to say that Game of Death is their favourite Bruce Lee film. He's only in it for nine minutes. So the Archers have got well, an agricultural... I was going to say about ten minutes or so, but yeah, it's terrible. It's, really, it's like a B-move. Tony, shut up. Can you not hear Catherine? <laughs> no, I'm sorry, I can't. I'm right, sorry. I right, hang on a minute. I'm going to cough, and Catherine's going to speak. Sorry. <clears throat> Hello. Hello there. I was and say... then you've got to say... Then you've got to say... Um, over when you finish. All right, all right. Okay, because right. I want Tony to know when he can come in. I was going to say because the archers have got an agricultural correspondent. Turns out they also need a martial arts correspondent because that was a load of old uh, bunkum, wasn't it? <laughs> over. You're it was t- terrible. <laughs> yeah, over. It was terrible. Over. No, don't. You said over in the middle. Right, we're going to end it there. Tony, <laughs> thank you very much for your call and your recommendations. It's appreciated. Let's go to Alan Caddick. Good evening, Alan. Hi guys. Hello, Alan. 
You all right? I'm all right. I'm afraid we've broken the news of the two big deaths today already. Thank you for saving me a job. It's OK. I know how much it pains you phoning us up and telling us who's died. Uh, yeah, because I found out through the BBC News app on my phone. Yeah, a Luke, a Luke Perry, man. Here's the thing. Uh, Keith Flint, we, we suspect he may have taken his own life, which is, which is, I mean, is, is, is incredibly sad. I'm not well, a fan of the... Hang on a minute, please. Hang star, on a minute, man. Alan, shut up. I'm not a fan of the prodigy at all, so it's, it's one of those deaths that, that, that hasn't had such an impact on me, but we know someone who was very close to, to Keith Flint, so that has actually made me reconsider. And also, I think anyone, when anyone takes their own life, it's just really tragic. But here's the yeah. thing, he's, he's, he's kind of the same age as me. He's 14, he was 49. 49. And then Luke Perry died, and Luke Perry's kind of the same age as me. He's 52. And you just think, my God. Now, obviously, one died because they were ill, and one died because, well, I guess they were ill, and, and, and they, they took their own life. But when they start, when people start going that are my age or, or thereabouts, man alive, it makes it real how fragile, how paper, you know, Rizla thin this existence is. It yeah. really is. Definitely. Go on. Go on, Alan. I mean, well, I found out the news. Well, I was on my way to the cinema to see that film I was talking about last week. Gosh, you really, you really does sound like you've got two dicks in your mouth right now. Just try again. No, I found out about those deaths when I was on my way to the cinema. Ah, uh, uh, well, I hope it didn't ruin the movie experience. No, I won't give a review of it. Oh, oh the review of the movie. The, this is the film starring Marky Mark. No, Stephen Nick Frost. Oh, no, I keep thinking of the other one, the uh, Instant Family. OK, right, this is the film starring The Rock. Yeah, and Nick Frost. And Nick Frost, and is, and is written and directed by Stephen Merchant. That's right. Um, okay, well then, without any spoilers, Alan, let's let's hear what you got. I felt it was a very good film. It documented the wrestling profession in a good light. It looked at the training aspects from Norwich, England, all the way to Florida, and all the way to Monday Night Raw, which is on tonight. Well, that's a great review. And and how much? How, how many stars would you give it? A four out of seventy-five. Out of five, and I got another word you wouldn't hear in a while. Go on. Wazek. What? Wazek. Radic. No, Wazek. Radic. Razek. Wazek. Razor Radic. Razor Radic. Is that what you said? What are you saying? Wazek. Radic. As in you total Red- Wazek. Radic. I've never heard of Radic. Oh. Wazek, with a W. Rowak. Hang on a minute. Drage, can you understand him? I can't, unfortunately. Try try again. Go on, Alan. W-A-Z-Z-O-C-K. Oh, Raddock. OK, right. Well, Razor, Razor Raddock. Razor Raddock, the, um, the well-known um, sports person. star. Sports um, person. I've got another one. Uh, yeah, go on. Smeghead. Okay, thanks. Thanks very much for your call, Alan. I, I, I appreciate that. And sp- that's speak- not very nice, is it? It's not. It's not very nice, uh, Dredge. It's, it's well, we're gonna we're gonna poodle along. Uh, poodle. Poodle. Uh, wasn't Poodle one of the flumps? She was, I think. Dave um, the Poodle, Dozy, <laughs> Flump and Titch. Um, we are pleased to have you on board, Dredge. Thank you for your call. Um, Thank oh, you. you sent me an email. You've got a new song out. Hang on a minute. <laughs> let's have a little. Let's have a. Let's let's find. Let's find this hit or. Okay. 
I, t- I tell you what we'll do. Don't, Matthew, don't take any calls for a second because we're going we're gonna to take calls straight to air. What do we call it? Hit or sh- yes word? Yes word or S word, OK? I don't think we should do that. No, we're doing it. We, no, what, well, I don't think we should. What is it? Pancake Day? Yeah, it's a song called Pancake Day. OK, we're doing it. So what we're going to do is we're going to play this song by John Dredge and the Plints. And, um... Uh, hang on, is this it? Am I, why is my... Uh, my laptop is frozen. No, that's not it. Hang on. That's not me, actually. No, hang on, hang on, hang on. Just be quiet. Everyone be quiet. Why has this gone funny? Um, oh, flipping heck, Dredge. You're such a, you're such a pain in the butt. In the butt. Here we go. Right. Gonna go, they're going to go to the video. That's better than what you called me last time. Okay. Hang on a minute. I'm not quite sure. What's going on with... Um... Hang on. Here we go. Right. Okay, so we're going to play the S word or the S word, dear listener. This is your chance to um, to shape musical history. We're going to play a song by John Dredge, regular caller, um, Good evening. and his band, The Plinths. Uh, Good evening. Okay, and um, you're going to phone up. You're going to come straight to air. Oh, Kath, I think Matthew wants you out there. You're going to come straight to air, and you are going to say yes word or yes word. Please don't actually say the yes word. I cannot stress this enough. Phoning up and saying S H Y T. Just say yes. Just say yes. Yeah. Word. All right. I'm going to I'm going to cut you off in a minute. I'm going to put you on hold. So, saying yes word or just don't say S H one T because that gets me in a lot of trouble. Okay. But just just for the next two minutes, twenty two seconds, it's a short song. Oh three, four four, four nine nine one thousand. Yes word or S word? Is this song the yes word or is this song the S word? Trace, do you want to give us a little bit of background or do we just go straight into it? Well, I thought there's, there's lots of songs about Christmas Day, songs about birthdays. There's no song about Pancake Day, so here it is. OK, here it is. Yes word or S word? 0344-499-1000. We'll take your call straight to air. Let's go to line one, line one. Yes word or S word? I think it's great. Yes word. Definitely. Yes wow, well, fantastic. There's the first one. Here we go. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Yes word or S word? Line three. Yes word or S word? What a dreadful bag of shite. No, don't, don't, I said don't swear. Don't swear. Please don't swear, guys. Line five. Yes word or S word? It's a yes from me. That's two yeses and one S. Call straight to air. 0344-499-1000. Line seven. Yes word or S word? I think this is very difficult for me to understand, so I think it is a shit. OK, please don't swear. Please, do you understand that? Don't swear. Too old. We've got one minute left. 0344-499-1000. Yes word or S word? Let's try line eight. Line eight, yes word or S word for the plinths? I love pancakes. This has got to be a yes. Hey, there we go. Three, two to the yeses. 
seconds left. Will we squeeze in another call? Line 8, you're the last call. Yes word or S word? S word. You're saying S? Yes. OK, thanks very much for your call. Well, there you... Oh, hang on. Well, the last one. It's, deci- it's three all. Line uh, nine, yes word or S word? I absolutely love pancakes, but that's a shame. Oh, please don't swear, guys. Please. For goodness sakes. Um, Dredge, it was very close. It was 4-3 to the S word. I told you you shouldn't have done that. Yeah, well, you were right. Turns out, well, you were right for you, but for me, I consider that to be a great victory. Um, you seem um, like I'm, such a sweet. I was going to say, fifteen-year-old boy. Isn't it dulcet? Yes, yeah, such a sweet boy. You can say, yeah, you can take this course. Uh, so, so, well done, Dredge. You should be very proud of your um, your hairless body and the noise it can make. Well, you know uh, Regent Street Cinema. Uh, yeah, I do. March the 14th, by the way. Uh, Catherine and I will be going to a screening of Slade in Flame, followed by a Q&A with Dave Hill, which we're not hosting, and we probably have to leave before that, because it's on quite late. If we and he to... does talk. He does talk. Uh, but, yeah, but there's a f- it's nearly sold out, apparently. There's a few tickets left. Slade in Flame, the Regent Street Cinema, March the 14th. Yes, Dredge. Uh, but on the 24th, yes. they're showing XTC This Is Pop. Are they now? The, uh, you know, the documentary that was on Sky. I've well, never then, seen it because I can't get Sky. Oh, I've seen it. It's good. With any any extras? Any extras there? Just XTC oh. uh, on film. OK. Well, I believe. I'm going to cut you off now. Goodbye. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's go to uh, Ruby. Good evening, Ruby. Good evening. Good evening. Can we get... The, were those callers for us? No? Were they? Yes? No? Yes? No? Yes? No? Hang on a minute, Ruby. We're just, uh, we're just, okay, right, fine. Um, Back to normal calls, guys. 0344 499 1000. Yes, Ruby, how are you? Good, good. I think you can hear in my voice. I've uh, perked up a bit. Yes, there's a little bit of uh, percolation. Here's the thing I only found it the other day. It's percolation. It's not percolation, it's percolate. The coffee percolates. What? I only found that out like about two weeks ago. Coffee percolates. It doesn't percolate. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> Does that sound right to you, Kath? Yeah. Does it sound right to you, Ruby? Percolate? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, we kind of knew him. Okay. Just, just you. Perco- <laughs> but, but percolate, though. Mm. No, it does. Wasn't there a brand called Percol of coffee? I, d- I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure there is. Like an automatic. Should have been called Percule. Percule Percule Horro. No. Anyway, Ruby, you've perked up a you've percolated up a bit, which is good. Um, how was your weekend? Uh, well, on Saturday, uh, I spent some time with the kids, my neighbours' kids. I mentioned there you go the other Beautiful. night. Beautiful. And, um, uh, I did wallow a little bit, yeah. but overall, I was um, happy. It was lovely being with them. Yeah. Life, sorry. kids, kids is life. That's the thing. Kids, oh, and it's good. And when they're not yours as well, you can you can hand them back and, after fizzing them up, which yes. is which is great. You know, I, I do think kids are um, not not everyone's cup of tea, um, or everyone's cup of percolated coffee. But um, being around kids for a short period of time, I think just just does something for the soul. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yesterday, 
uh, was pretty lousy, most of it. But Sunday, at, isn't it? At, I know. But at, at night time, I was fine. I gave my room a proper clean. Yeah. Uh, changed everything with sheets and everything. I had a nice long shower, like really pampered myself. Yeah. And afterwards, I was feeling um, much, much brighter and happier. So the night time was m- m- much better than the daytime. Hey, brilliant. And I had a good sleep. Well, then that's that's fantastic news, yeah. Ruby. Well done. And I, I forgot to say thank you, well, firstly to you and Kath for everything that you said in my last two phone calls. And also to the lady who called in after me on Friday, I Th- believe she was called Star. Star, that was Star, Star I think, yes. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and I don't mean this in a patronising way at all, but I thought it was very brave of her to share her story. And um, the the advice that she gave afterwards, it was very inspiring. Very, very nice of her to share. We have. Here's the thing, here's the thing I'm working out. Apart from, like, maybe four people... We have the best listeners to this radio show. We have the best listeners, Ruby. I include you in that. We have the best people Thank listening you. to this who generally, apart from four, maybe five, four and a half people, want to spoil everything. Everybody else, the other 632, uh, just want to help and share and encourage and nurture yeah. and grow and love. And that's it. That's what it's all yeah. about. So, um, yeah, we've got good people listening. Thank you. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you're you're yeah. you've had such a positive weekend. Yeah. Um, it, it it may slip a little bit. Being realistic, just to flag that up, you know, if you find, if you do slip back a little bit, don't be alarmed. That's no. that's natural. But it, it's great to know that you've had this extended period of uh, sunshine uh, and and just cling on to that because it it may last. But if it doesn't, yeah. you know that it will come again. Yeah. Yeah. Nice one, Ruby. Thanks very much for letting us know, and we'll speak to you later in the week. You're welcome. Thank yeah, you. Bye. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. 0344. The switchboard is empty for the first time this evening. 0344. 499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. The Late Night Alternative with Catherine Boyle and Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late Night Conversation. Wealth losing sleep The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 0344 is the phone number. So what is this... What is this cheese? Apparently it's a thing, right? The, 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 the plastic squares of cheese, which, by the way, I mean, they're just so delicious... You get a packet of what they dairy lee. You can get dairy lee ones. You can get uh, very orange ones. The, the packets where you just, but they're wrapped in those weird plastic wallets, mm-hmm. and you just go. Well, they're too small. They're too small to have one in a sandwich. So you have got to have a couple. But then you just open it and you just you just cane it. You, the, the, the most the most delicious thing in the world. But so there's a thing now, right, that's, that I suspect, this, this is real, unlike the Momo Challenge, this is real, where you you film yourself going up to either a baby or a dog and you throw a piece of cheese, the square, thin squares of cheese, on its face. And we kind of stumbled across this on Friday, didn't we, by yeah, accident, yeah. in like a Twitter feed or mm-hmm. something. Yeah, I saw one, and then when I clicked on the feed... There were loads of them, and it was like little babies, like that couldn't speak, and dogs, and 
little children. There was a little girl on the uh, uh, yeah on the sofa, wasn't They're there? They're like toddlers. No, no, Tiny. no bigger than toddlers. They're mainly babies, right? I didn't like it. It it strikes me as being a little bit odd and a bit cruel. But I, can someone? If you first of all, if you've done this, could you? I don't know what I did. I was watching it and I didn't get the joke. I, I must be so old, man. But I just think throwing things in the faces of babies not that funny. No. Or is it? What are we missing? If someone could phone up, please, and let us know. Don't tweet us because we've got Twitter off. Makes the show much more dynamic, I think. So give us a call at oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. If someone could phone up and explain the phenomenon of chucking cheese squares in babies' faces, I don't know where it's where it's come from. I don't know what. We, I mean, it's this year's ice bucket challenge, isn't it? It's slightly less irritating than the tossers that do that, but. Um, uh, tosses they're raising money for, for yeah but i don't still. think any money's been raised no, i think this is just purely for s's and g's um i mean if i if i put cheese on your face i wouldn't be very happy about it okay i mean it's it's the way it's applied at high speed yeah it's that isn't it <laughs> yes if i had one now wouldn't that be cool so if someone could explain it, please, 0344 499 because I just, I don't get it. I don't know where it's come from. I don't know, is it, is it, what, what, where, where is it from, I guess, is the uh, the question. Someone who might know is um, is Rainbow George. George, have you, are you aware of the cheese-flinging phenomenon? No, I haven't got a clue about it. Okay, that's a shame. That's, I, I really thought you might you might be able to give us some. Uh... Have you ever had cheese applied to your face? No. Mm, okay. Uh... Hey, I've got a question for you. Oh, good. What's What's the highest you've ever been in the company of Peter Cook? The highest. You're both just absolutely wasted. The highest would be by the Whitestone Pond, which is the highest point in London. Oh, at the top of, top of Heath Street. George has got... George. And, and Peter used to come round to my place to get away from being high and, and oh. drinking. And, oh. and uh, I mean, in, in, in Harry Thompson's... Uh, uh, biography of Peter, he describes me as being Peter's drinking partner, and mm. I, I don't drink, and, oh. and, and uh, so Peter would come round to me to get away from all of that, and uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> um, just wondering uh, yes. about my tapes and each chance. Oh, God, getting... yeah. Tell you what, let, uh, I'm going um, it, to... Sorry, it's, uh, it's, it's been... Yeah, it's life, isn't it? But I've been saying that for a while. Let me... Um, I will bring them in tomorrow, Catherine, if you remind me. I'm going to bring George's tapes in. We're going to put them in a jiffy bag, which is... Could, could you copy them for yourself? Um, I, I, I'm, I, do you know what? I haven't got it. All, I haven't got my tape deck set up to do that. And and at the moment, I uh, no is the answer. I just, I just, uh, I, I, I just got a lot of stuff going on, man. So uh, no is the answer. Sorry, and I know I've had them for ages, and that's terrible of me. And I can only apologise. That's uh, that's uh, that's bad. It, it just bad. Uh, bad. amuses me that. Uh, um, 
I don't know. I, I thought we were going to do seven podcasts together, and, yeah. and you were going to help me to tell my story. But uh, yep. I, I'm sorry that you lost interest in in doing that. Well, it's, you know, you know. Here's the thing. I, you know, divorce happened, a car crash happened, stuff happened, and my focus has has uh, at the moment. Uh, and I get your disappointment. I know that's what we talked about at the moment. My um, aim is just on getting by and being as as uh, creatively still and doing the least amount that I can possibly do. Here's the here's the thing, George. My desire to create and to make has just completely vanished. Completely vanished. I've got no inspiration. I have no desire. Coming in and doing this is like it's, it, 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 which is you know, is my favourite favourite job in the world ever. It's like pulling teeth at the moment. It's I'm coming in and I'm faking it, um, and that's that's a horrible position to be in. So I just got no desire to make. To help Rainbow George nope. to tell his story. Not at the moment. It's a really good story. It's a good story. It's a great story. Yeah. But not at the moment, I haven't. No, I've got no desire to make anything with anybody. Really? Desire will come. Things will change. Th- hopefully. I'm, sure, I'm hopefully. Sh- sure of that. Hopefully it will. Hopefully it will. And we've still got the stuff that we recorded with you, so hopefully it will see the light at, at some point. Um, have we still got the stuff that we recorded with him? Oh, God. Did you not? Did we put it on a computer somewhere? I can't remember. What It'll be on a memory card somewhere. We that got... wasn't, 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 you were wasn't any good. Uh, yeah, I, I was disappointed with myself, yeah. as yeah. I, yeah. I said at the time. Yeah. It was uh, oh, well. an opportunity to say something better than I said it. And, and, and anyway. Anyway. That's, that, that, that's the we're way. All following, we're all following uh, Jesus, the baby Jesus' script. No, it is a, it is all a script, yeah. and, and you will come to realise that one day okay. that, that, that everything is written, and 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 uh, we're all actors, and we're all being directed to play whatever part it is we're we're playing in this mystery play, yeah. and uh, which I'm sure has a happy ending for all of us. Not everybody, I don't think. I'm judging from what I saw last week, but there you go. There you go. All right, George, anything else? Anything else? <laughs> yes, as in we finished that topic of conversation. Do you have anything else to say? Yes. I hope we meet up again soon and ha- well, ha- have a, a good chat. I'm sure uh, we will at some point, brother. And uh, about life, the universe and everything. Okay. And... Uh, was blocked from getting on another phoning programme yesterday when I wanted to talk about the knife crime and what have you. Well, which which programme was that? Duncan Barks. Well, you know, here's the thing. Not, you, you, not, not everyone... You don't have the right to go on to a phone-in show. It's a luxury. It's not a right. It's not right, but if they're asking for people to call in and offer yeah. solutions and you're calling in and wanting to offer a solution, yeah. then you would think that you would be allowed to speak. And well, to me, the solution is is very simple. Bank of Brazilian Wonders. So, no, no. I mean, most of the knife crime is involved with... with Drugs and and so just legalise all drugs that and might help. and, and that, that might help. crime would disappear. That might, well, it wouldn't disappear. It would. No, it well, that, well, no, it wouldn't disappear, but it might it might help to a certain extent, but it wouldn't disappear. 
I think it would dis- disappear. Okay. Well, then there, there, there you go. You're wrong, but there you go. Listen, I, I, you, you know, I, I, I've explained to you why you don't get on other radio stations. You choose not to listen to that. What, what can I tell you? No, no, you haven't explained. You've offered an opinion. But no, I you... told you exactly why you don't get on LBC. It's, it's... I told you exact. I told you a fact as to why you don't get on LBC, and you chose not to believe well, it. Why that's don't fine. I get on BBC? Do you want me to say? Do you want me to say? Radio Five. I was a guest a few, few yeah, yeah. Oh, times okay, on, but on, on Nicky Campbell. How long ago was that? Nicky Campbell. How long ago was that? Um, must have been the last time I was on with him was just after Ian Dury passed away. Well, how long ago was that? I don't have that. that, that, that. Two thousand. Right. Okay. So twenty years ago. Yeah. Right. I can tell you why you don't get on BBC London, but you won't like I'm it. I'm not talking about BBC London. Well, you were, you, no, BBC, but you were, you were 30 BBC. seconds ago. You were 30 seconds ago. I can tell you why you don't get on BBC London. I do get on BBC London. Jesus Christ. All right, George, well, you just asked why you didn't get on, and, and now you don't want to know. Uh, and, uh, I'm, talking about, uh, I'm talking about five lives. That was 20 years ago you were on there, man. I was a guest a few 20, times. 20 years ago? Yes. Yeah, that's quite a long time. Things change. No, no, I've, I've, I've had a thing with. All right. With, well, listen, George, you don't want to listen, so I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna move on. It's you that don't want to listen. <laughs> They'll piss off. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with fair up. I've never been with anything less than a nine. So fine. I've been on fire with Sally Field, gone fast with a girl named Bo. But somehow they just don't end up as mine. It's a death-defying life I lead. I take my chances. I die for living in the movies and TV. But the hardest thing I ever do. Watch my leading ladies Kiss some other guy while I'm bandaging my knee I might fall from a tall building I might roll a brand new car Cause I'm the unknown stuntman That made Redford such a star Spent much time in school, but I told ladies plenty. It's true, I hire my body out for pay. Hey, hey, I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's blown up for Rocky Welch. But when I wind up in the hay, it's only hay. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. So so far we've talked about the um, uh, cheese in the face. We've talked about the amazing Sally Field singular um, the book, which I thoroughly thoroughly recommend uh, to, to, to everybody. It's not the frothy. 
uh, Hollywood bio I was expecting. Instead, it's, it's, it's an amazing... It's just an incredible story. I, ca- I cannot uh, rave about it enough. Um, we talked about Frank Sidebottom. We've played Yes Word or S Word. Uh, we've talked about George and his tapes and um, how they're never going to get sent back. Send them back. I'll send them back tomorrow. Um, if I remember in between uh, having my back cracked... And go and see my psychiatrist. We'll see. You'll remember, because I'll remind no, you. No, no, exactly. Of course I will. Um, of course I will. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, let's go to G. Good evening, G. Evening, boss. Evening, G. You're having your back cracked? Yes. And your sack? No, I was in quite a serious car crash, and um, which someone was very seriously injured, and it's completely compacted my back, which is mild compared to what's happened to the other people involved. But I need to go and see an osteopath because I've got really bad headaches uh, for the last seven days. My neck is really tense, and my lower spine is killing me. Wow. I have no words. No. No, exactly. Anyway, what are you called in for? Uh, well, I'd just like to say I love George. Seriously, get a grip, man. What about? Just that whole sense of entitlement. <laughs> well, 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 um, but, but he's not the only caller that has that sense of entitlement. That is very true, but he's one of the main ones. Well, well, um, I, I enjoy George's calls. Me too. I, I love them. It's just the fact that he comes on and he chats complete and utter tosh sometimes. Well, hang on a minute. Let's not start. Uh, let's not start. You know, pointing the finger because if you're pointing the finger, there's three fingers pointing back at you. I have a mirror right in front of me, and I understand this. Well, However, you know, people <laughs> could say that your calls are tosh. They are. I completely agree. Well, then get a grip. Okay. But that's, that but that's what you're no, but that's what you're saying. That's what you're saying about him. His calls are uh, tosh, and he should get a grip. Well, people might say the same to you. Here's the thing, man. It's it, you know, it's it's easy to to uh, uh, to criticize. Uh, it's easy to criticize me. And by, by the way, if you don't like the show, just go away. Stop listening. There's so many people that just get all these snarky. Well, I don't like. I don't like the show anymore. I've gone off the show. Well, stop listening. Stop listening. Um, it's simple as that. But the the you know, it, it's easy to criticize the other callers. Well. Okay, then people phone up and do better. People phone up and do better. That is very true. And, and you know, I with, with well, and, no, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not having a go, man. I'm not having a go because you phoned up. I would I suggest that this this call is significantly worse than George's call in terms of where it takes us and and what it you know what it provides for us. Isn't that the whole point of the show? Though it just goes wherever it goes. But this call isn't going anywhere. Well, it is. Well, well, it is. Well, where's it? Where's it gone? Where, where have we gone in the last two minutes? Forwards, backwards, sideways. But we're not. We're not going anywhere. It's not. It's, we're not. We're not. And the calls don't always have to go anywhere. But, but, but this isn't. His. I would suggest his call was significantly better than this. And I'm not having a go. I'm just. No, I, all I, this is I doing is making me. Agree. All this is doing is 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 boring me and making me feel uncomfortable. Two of my least favourite feelings. Then I apologise profusely. Well, there's no need to apologise. That's just you know that's it. But I'm just phoning up and criticising another caller. 
um, when one has less to offer than that caller, I just think is a little rum. OK. But thanks for your call. You're very welcome, boss. There we go. I'm three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Bored and uncomfortable. Two of my least, two of my least favourite feelings. Oh. Is that back again? Jeez, man. Jeez. I bought a new car. I'm in a very fortunate position. I got, I got money from insurance. Uh, I got a couple of quid. So I went and bought a new car. And as I said last week, I, I just went and go. I love, I love that one. Is it petrol? I love that one. And um, then I got it to I, I, I got it today, and I hadn't I, I bought it too soon. I wasn't in the right frame of mind. I just knew I had to get a car, and uh, it's too big. It's too big. It's not. It, I mean, it's a, it's a Nissan Qashqai, a very good British car, and so it's not like a you know a, a luxury. You know, it's not like a top of the range for me. It's a luxurious car, right? Because I, I I wanted something that was, um, that was that was. That would survive an impact better is what I'm trying to say. I wanted something that was a little bit more protective of of me and any passengers I might have in my car. Um, and I and I, I and I and I don't like driving big cars. My last car was a Polo, and I don't like driving big cars. And this car is uh, for me is is huge. It's it's so I'm I'm constantly checking the the mirrors to make because i don't know if i'm too close to the edge or if i'm too close to them i don't know and god i've not even tried to park it in a you know parallel park and it's it's one of those fancy ones it's got a camera on it so you can uh you can see where you're going but um oh i've not even i'm getting a dry mouth just thinking about it just thinking about it it's um so we'll see how we go with that i don't know do you know what you'll get used to it yeah yeah, I went from a tiny car to a high car. Yeah. It was high, the height that high, got me. High, yeah, high. And uh, it's funny how you you do get used to it quite quickly. But yeah. I know what you mean. But also, I'm I'm just not uh, very comfortable on the roads at the moment. You know, and uh, that's that's the way it goes, man. That's the way it goes. I'm getting my CDs back. The the police today said we're going to go to the. Do you want us to get anything out of your car? And I said yes, I'd. I, and I was embarrassed because my cars. Are, you, you see my car. It's a tip. I think there might be mice running around in there. My old car. I think. I think. I'm sure I saw something moving the other day. It could be a rat or a snake. <laughs> I don't know. And I, I had to say to the police. I said, "Well, there are some some CDs that you know, kind of on the floor and stuff. If you can grab it, just whatever you can grab will be great. And whatever you don't grab will be great. And it's fine. And I appreciate it. And um, so I have to go to the police on Wednesday to." to pick up my Paul McCartney and my my life story CDs. <laughs> I'm sure they've got, they've got so much, <laughs> such better things to do uh with their uh with their time but I'm not um uh what happened the other day is going to make me an, a, a hugely better driver because um uh just you know in terms of observation and distance in front of all of that you know but not that I was a bad driver before but it it does not fill me with any pleasure and and he, and also getting a new car today you know getting a new car is like it's, it's like a nice thing it's a it's a treat it's a it's a, it's it's fun it's great i've got this there was no pleasure in it there was no there was because of the reason i'm getting it there was no pleasure in um in picking up this car and i was sat in the dealership and the guys kind of making jokes with me and i couldn't even look at him i was just looking at the floor going yep no thanks thanks do you want a coffee no thanks. Just I'll just take the car and I'll go. You don't want to make it an event? No, there, there was no pleasure in it. There was no. Oh, what's the first CD going to be? There was. Um, 
I worked out to put the radio on Radio 4, and that was it. And I drove it, and I was cacking myself the whole time I was driving it, and it was no, there was no pleasure in it. There was no fun in it. And that'll pass, you know, th- th- these things pass, and, uh, you know, whenever we go through great tragedy... You 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 don't forget about it. I think all great tragedy has some impact, but but the 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 pain of it lessens. You know, it's like when someone when my dad died. Oh my god, my dad's dead. I'm never going to get over it. You get over it. Of course, you get over it. But there's all there's something permanent has shifted as a result of that. Something permanent has shifted as a result of um, of uh, what happened um, last week. You know, one of the saddest things I've ever been involved in. Anyway, 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 dear listener. Uh, Lauren, stay there. You're going to be the first call in a minute. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. <laughs> That was my Oliver Hardy. It certainly was. It sounds like he's straining out a poo, doesn't it? And then he drops it. Well, I don't know what you mean, Ali. <laughs> what did you go all that Sally for? I don't know what. Well, I don't know what you mean, Ali. I don't know what you mean, Yes, Ollie. I did. I did it better. No. Well, I don't know what you, you mean, Yours Ollie. is turned into... Uh... You've got a smile when you do it, you see. I'm Julia Hartley-Brewer. <laughs> I'm Julia Hartley-Brewer. <laughs> and this morning, it's Brexit. Brexit morning. <laughs> well, I don't know what you mean, Ollie. What's the Ollie? That's, that's the name of the gentleman he no, works but... with. You know Fatty and Skinny? Went We're to in... bed. Oh, I don't know this one. Fatty on. rolled over and Skinny was dead. Uh, the one I know was Fatty and Skinny were in the bath. Fatty blew off and Skinny laughed. Oh, <laughs> right. Well, I, it ended badly. I always, and I heard that as a kid, I always imagined that they were Oliver Hardy and Stanley Laurel. Oh. Yeah, I always, I thought that they were Fatty and Skinny, weren't they? Isn't that what they were called in France or Japan or something? They were called Fatty and Skinny. I think it was Germany. Germany. They were called Fatty and Skinny. Were in the bath. Fatty blew off and Skinny laughed. <laughs> Oh. Do people share baths anymore? No, I don't mean. I don't mean, Catherine. Please, please. I don't mean like that. I have a friend. How could anybody? How could anybody have a bunk up in a bath? But there's plugs. Termination. There's plugs. There's taps. <laughs> Flexibility. I, I'm. I'm a tall guy, and I can most baths unless it's a luxury bath. Most baths I don't even fit in myself. Yes. So having, you know. Well, a, a partner in there would be... You um, sit on your lap. Oh, God, no! No! I don't know how you get anything scrubbed, though. Exactly. <laughs> 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 yes, yes. Need a bigger bath. Well, I, listen, one day when I am when I win the pools, I'm going to get the, the bathroom ripped out. Right. And I'm just going to turn into a wet room. <laughs> just roll about on the floor of the wet room. Oh, I wouldn't. I hate wet rooms because the floors... They always feel a bit verrucary to yeah, me. The, yeah, they do. <laughs> oh. So when did they get rid of the little po- foot pool that you'd have to walk through oh, to go they? into the swimming pool? Have they? Yeah, well, the swimming pool we go to now, there's no foot pool. And I'm thinking, well, hang on, the leisure pool in Windsor didn't have it. You know, you have like a little trough mm-hmm. that you'd walk in 
Yes. I don't know what that was for. That was just so you get like foot aids or something. <laughs> so you'd have a look when you'd walk in, and, and, and I've not seen one for about ten years. Yeah. You're supposed to have a shower before you go into this pool. I don't bother. We can. I don't bother. I do a funny thing with my boys. My 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 boys now. Um, now that they know you're allowed to wee in the pool. I remember you. <laughs> the first time you told, tried to encourage one of them to wee in the pool. <laughs> He stood up on the edge and pulled his trunks down. Like the mannequin pissed. Yeah, he got, he got, his, got his willy out. I said, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, what I do is I do a thing where I, I, I sort of fold my arms and hold my chin in my, in my hand and sort of look up as though I'm thinking. And they know that, that's, that I'm having a wee. You wee in the pool? Y- yes. Wow. Sorry? You're... Ah, uh, what do you mean? That's an outrage. No, Kids is one thing. No, it's not. This, Adults, it's like, I don't want no, to be no, no, swimming no. in man wee. No, 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 no. It's like um, the pools are so big and there's so much chlorine in there. It's like 0.001% of the actual liquid in the pool. So it's fine. It yeah, just it dissipates. Six foot four blokes wee wee is Hello? significantly stronger. No. And more plentiful than a small boy. My, who you can forgive for not being able to hold it. My youngest. Every time we go swimming, I go, right. Go for a poo. Don't need one. What, in the pool? No, no, before we, before we, when, when, when we, when we change, I said, go for a poo. Don't need one. Go and try. Don't need one. I said, right, this is what's going to happen. 15 minutes into this, you're going to need a poo. So go and try. And it, and every single time, 15 minutes comes up to me, Daddy, I need to go to the toilet. Is it a wee or a poo? It's a poo. Come on then, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Told you. Gosh, what is it? The motion of the ocean? That I think it? it. I think it's no. I think it's the water pressure on the old uh, sphincter and colon. Okay. I think so. Think so. I'm. I'm not a scientist anymore. <laughs> Thanks a lot, uh, the scientists' union, for sticking up for me in that case. Good evening, Lauren. Hello. Hello, Lauren. What can we do for you this evening? Um, I was just wondering because um, the other guy came on and um, suggested Netflix shows. Oh yeah. And. I recently discovered a... Oh, turn your radio off, Lauren. Oh, you're on loudspeaker, sorry. Oh, my God. What? I don't even want to talk to this (laughs) shameful excuse of a human being. Loudspeaker? Loudspeaker, Lauren! (laughs) Go on. Um, on Netflix, there's a documentary about flat earth. Oh, um, now, now listen, Matthew, who's answering the phones, mentioned that to me, and I've had a few people mention... What's it called? It's called Behind the Curve. Okay, wow. And it's about an hour and a half long. Yeah. And it's it's kind of, it's good, but I spent the entire time going, how is this a thing? Oh, God, well, it, it is a thing. We have uh, some flat earthers that listen to the show, a very delightful couple whose names escape me. Um, I think they might like uh, a little bit of the weed. They're, li- they're like a swear. They love a good swear. But we've had flat earthers on the show. It's real, Lauren. I'm guessing, I, I will watch this documentary. I'm guessing um, the main thread from the people I've spoken to seems to be that it's a conspiracy either by the New World Order, the Jews, or NASA. NASA takes quite a pounding. That yeah. Obviously, all of the photos from NASA are fake. And it's either that we're on a disc or it's something infinite and no one's ever been beyond the ice caps because NASA doesn't want us to know what's beyond the ice caps. Yeah. Is that kind of the the thrust of this? Yeah. The guy who they sent it on believes it's a disc with the, like, um, Game of Thrones-style walls around it and a dome on top. (laughs) 
it's but it's but but it, I mean here's the thing, right? I've done the arg. I've I've sometimes taken the argument of a flat earther because it's a fun game to play. It's a really fun game to play, um, and and it's quite easy to poo-poo. You know, if you can, it, 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 once you take NASA out of of the equation and you say, well, their photos are fake. Once you've done that, it's quite it, it's quite easy to come up with a solidish, slightly wobbly, a Jenga-ish kind of argument. Uh, for the earth being flat. It's a fun mental game to play. But these people are nuts, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Like, I don't want to offend anyone. But... Don't offend them. They're bonkers. These people shouldn't have uh, f- the vote. They shouldn't have food. They shouldn't have oxygen. They're absolutely batshit crazy. <laughs> they are um god i i but yeah we've had a few on the show with the flat earth we went through a thing of getting them calling us up didn't we Kath? yeah because the word got about they talk to each other this is the problem yeah well what's what's the joke there are flat earthers all over the globe yes is uh is the gag all right lauren i'm going to check that out definitely thank you okay thanks a lot thank for you. Call. cheers oh hey lauren Bye. hang on lauren hang on you sound yeah. young right yeah. Do you know about this flo- flinging cheese into people's faces? Um, my other half showed me a video that I've. Do you get it? One. Do you get it? I don't. I don't get it. No. Have you got any any flat cheese there? No. Okay. I was wondering if you could throw it into the face of your other half, and we could just see if it was funny. By default. No. Have you got... Work. Oh, okay. All right. Well, okay. Well, maybe just get a lump of cheddar and when he comes in, <laughs> toss it in. All right, Lauren. Thank you very much. Okay, I will, I'll do that. Yeah, thank you. Let us know how it goes. Film it and share it with us. Let us know how that goes. Man alive. The Flat Earthers are... Uh, They're special, aren't they? They are fun, fun people. There was a rapper, wasn't there a rapper I was arguing with on Twitter a couple of years ago, maybe three years ago? I mean, was he a rapper? Well, and um, and he, he was yay close to coming on, except I don't think he was. I think he was just yanking my chain, as the uh, as the Americans say. And, um, it, 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 but, I mean, their arguments are all pish. They're all pish. Yeah, but it's all based on the, yeah, but how do you know? Yeah, but how do you know? yeah. The other thing is the hollow earthers. Oh. People that believe that there are Nazis we had underground. One of those. We had yeah. that guy on, and then I felt bad for getting him on because actually he was, there was, it, it was, felt, it, it felt like punching down. Yeah. Didn't it? So it's we actually. Were, going on. And we tried to get involved with, they were having a conference. There was this guy who apparently was living. Oh, yeah, yeah. In the, in the hollow, in the. Well, there's a whole group of peoples and Nazis. There's a whole sort of near. It's either it's like near the Antarctic or like Alaska or something that you can you can the the, the references are out there, guys. Um, but no one will fund a trip, uh, and and you can go through into a into the earth, and and these these godlike creatures and Nazis live there. And they were going to pop up for a, for a conference, and we couldn't we couldn't get hold of them. Well, they, but then we did. Then then they like a they week before the conference, me. they said, "Oh yeah, you can you can you got press accreditation." But it was like in in Atlanta or something. It was it was and we had no way we were going to spend money going and see um, those idiots. <laughs> I do, I do like those idiots. What have you got, Catherine Boyle? Oh, so many things. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. This is from the MIT Technology Review. I found it the other That's, day. Um, the, don't tell me the um, Massachusetts Institute of Technology. Boom. Yes. You know, um, yeah, okay. 
A shot of nanoparticles lets mice see in the dark. Oh, yes, have go. You heard about yes, this? I have. This is awesome. Okay, injected into their eyes, the particles alter infrared light to make night vision possible. Night How- vision deserves a quiet night. <laughs> How it Look w- into these eyes. How it- I can hear you softly speaking on my radio. Radio. My baby's on my radio. I've written a song. Here we go. My baby's on the radio. Oh, this is this is great. I wish I had a guitar here. We I'm need um, my. But do that story in a minute because I'm I'm onto something here. Sorry, you can't. When John Lennon was learning meditation in Rishikesh, in uh, with the Maharishi, uh, he would say to the Maharishi, he said, Maharishi, Maharishi. Sometimes when I'm meditating, I get an idea for a song in my head. What should I do? Should I complete the meditation? And the Maharishi said, and I'm going to try Maharishi impersonation. Have you heard the Maharishi speak? No. Oh, it's great. Oh, it's a little bit... Um... Oh, well, what you need to do, John, is you are a songwriter. This is actually a really good Maharishi. Well, if you get an idea for a song, you must write it. The world needs it. Let's get, let me just get a clip of the Maharishi speaking. Hang on, hang on one second. Maharishi speaking. He's got this, the best voice. It's the best voice. Um, here we go, here we go. Maharishi, oh. in your commentary on the Bhagavad Gita in the third chapter, it is stated... Whatever. Whom he speaks, whatever what the mechanics... Whatever. Does not matter much what goes in. Oh. Beedy, beedy, beedy. Gee, he sounds a bit like Davy Jones doing a voice. Oh, It indicates what has been there. He giggles a lot. He's a giggler. What comes out indicates what has been inside. He's not wrong. Um, So wise. You know the Beach Boys did a tour, I think in 68, 68, 69. 68, I think it was. Uh, bearing in mind, the year before, they or two years before, they had one of the biggest hit records ever, Good Vibrations, right? And then, I think that was 66, Good Vibrations, maybe 67, I think it was 66. Then in 68, they couldn't, couldn't get arrested, right? And they did a tour where the opening act was the Maharishi giving a lecture for 45 minutes. Oh. They um, played a 10,000-seater arena in New York. 200 people turned up. Imagine! The Beach Boys! And I've forgotten that song now that I was writing because of you. My baby's mean? on the radio, it went. No, but it was the tune. Oh, thank goodness. Radio, right. radio, my baby's on the radio, radio. My that... baby's on the radio, radio. Listen, my baby's on the mm, mm, radio. I was driving the other night when I turned off my CD, turned off my CD. I turned on the radio to listen tonight and I heard something crazy, heard something crazy. The voice I recognized came as such a surprise. Do you know that my radio, radio... My baby's on the radio, radio, oh, my baby's on the radio, radio, my baby's on the mm, mm, radio. That sounds like a Cliff Richard song. Fine, if he wants you it. You should sell it to him. I had to... Oh, hang on a minute, there we go, there we go. Okay. Can we do that? Um, okay. Um, 
I had to pull into the BP to get some petrol, get some petrol now. And I paid as quick as I could, cause I couldn't believe what I'd heard. But when I switched on the radio, she was gone. I tried to find another song. I turned to another station. Guess what I heard? Oh, guess what I heard? Radio, oh, no. radio, Seriously. my baby's on the radio, radio, oh, my baby's on the radio, radio, my baby's on the mm, mm, radio. Is your, is your baby Rainbow George going on program after program? Then it cuts to this, then it cuts to this. Coming up later on on the radio, we'll be listening to your baby. We'll be playing a diamond song. First of all, it's your baby. Yeah. Okay. You have like a radio effect. Like yeah. you need to do a radio effect. Yeah. But it'd be like... Like old, like old, you like know, coming up. Uh, first of all, it's your baby. Oh, yeah, my, uh, my baby's on radio. Oh, yeah. Why isn't his baby in bed? It's very late. It's not a baby. Oh, it's right. it's my, 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 my love, my loved one. Um, we'll come back to that story in a minute because I want to talk to my good friend Imran. Good evening, Imran. We'll maybe come to that story a little bit quicker than I thought. Good evening, Imran. Hello? Hello, Imran. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, I can now. You were very close to being um, exterminated. Jettisoned. Jettisoned. Yeah, it did sound like a Dalek there for a second. We did, couldn't hear you, mate. Could we? There was silence. There was absolute silence. What were you doing? Did you press mute? I pressed mute and I was kind of composing myself. I was doing my breathing exercises. Compo- <laughs> composing yourself. Come on, man. You don't need to compose nothing. I'm the composer here. Well, I mean, obviously. I've hit, hit records, including the well, sound the of on the radio. <laughs> I've, I've listened to you guys for, like, months, and uh, I've got to say that I love both of your show. Um, Who is your, can I ask you a question, Imran? Yeah? <laughs> Who's your favourite out of me and Catherine? And be honest. Be really Be brutally honest. She can take it. Uh, to be fair, I think both of you make a really good combination. You're quite, um, I think, crazy, and Kath brings a lot of calm to the conversation. And so I'm the fun one. Really I'm the, the fun one, and she's the dull one. <laughs> I'm Eric Morecambe. She's Ernie Wise. Gosh. I'm I'm Bobby Ball. She's Tommy Cannon. Oh. Well, there's a straight man and a funny man, isn't there, to every situation? And so I'm the funny man, and she's <laughs> that's it. okay. That's fine. It's fine. Hey, it's fine. I said I said we could take it. So it's constructive. It's constructive critic. It's feedback. It's what we ask that's for. Right. It's what we implore. Yeah four and uh, of your and that is what we got so thank you thank you Imran I appreciate that very honest no very, um, he's happy now well done very That's what he very wanted. honest anyway Imran you're my favourite caller of the night what can we do for you this evening um, so basically I've um, watched a couple of things that you guys have recommended um, the brass documentary I loved yes, um, there was another one my mind went blank um, so the brass one yeah most recently three identical strangers oh yes. did you enjoy that that was amazing. Some film. It's, really it's, it's on the four, uh, four player, four eye player, four on demand. If you guys yeah, want to watch it, it on. yeah, yeah, the yeah, weekend just gone. Yeah, amazing. Good. Um, it just made me want to ask you: Have you seen a documentary called Dear Zachary: A Letter to My Unborn Child? I've seen it. I've scrolled past it on Netflix. I think I haven't. I yeah. don't think. I know I haven't seen it. Go on. What's it about? So it's basically about um, a father who makes. Um, a film for um, his son-to-be who's coming into his life. But then the father passes away, so then it kind of becomes kind of like a memory for the son to have. Um, 
it's the father's friend, best friend, who's kind of making the documentary uh, for the son. And it's kind of like what this friend kind of uncovers about the whole situation, about the person that the father was with, um, how sadistic she was. And All right, don't, 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 no, no, no more spoilers. Give us no more spoilers. Okay. That sounds intense. It is on Netflix, isn't it? Am I right? Um, I think it's on Netflix. If not, I mean, you can get it through alternative means. <laughs> <laughs> now, by now, now, Ofcom and the police, by alternative means, he means uh, renting okay. out on video at Blockbusters. All right? That's, oh, that's what we're oh, talking yeah. about. That's what we're talking about, is renting out a Blockbuster video. Wow, what a difference. Blockbuster video. Um, also, I, I'm amazingly like obsessed with Japanese animation. I wanted to ask, have you ever seen any anime yourself? I've only seen I've only seen a couple. I'm going to be honest. I'm not a fan. I over Christmas. I what? What did I watch over Christmas? It wasn't the Howling Castle. It was. Uh, oh, it was. Um, it was the one about the bathhouse. Um, spirited away. Sp- sp- spirited. Sp- sp- spirited. I watched Spirited Away, away and, and I didn't enjoy it. If I'm honest, that's one I don't really enjoy Spirited oh. Away much myself. Yeah. Oh well, give me because I, I like Japanese Have films. You seen Ponyo. Hmm? Ponyo. Ponyo, yeah, I've seen Ponyo. You good... guys are, yeah, you guys are mentioning like mainstream kind of studio Ghibli movies. Oh, um, give us, give us, give us something off the beaten track. Then give us something obscure okay. that we should check out. I'll give you something that that will respect your title of alternative for the radio show. So. Man's a great caller. This guy is number one, <laughs> Chief Bumlick. This and is not I... going to be hentai, is it? <laughs> I've seen oh, hentai. No, no hentai no oh my god! Yeah. For those, that's that's Japanese anime porn. Um, it, yep. I, I, Incredible. When we went to Japan, me and my wife bought one because we just not, you know, for anything. We just thought we could see. Right, whatever. I mean, right. And I, th- this is horrible, right? So you see, um, the the them having sex, right? And you see it going in and out, and then it cuts to inside the woman, yeah, watching the penis going in and out. Literally, all we saw, we went, okay, I've seen enough of that. Thanks really very much, indeed. Isn't it's, it? yeah. it's the Japanese. Is, <laughs> they have quite an imagination. They... Oh yeah. Go on then. Go on, give they, us. They exaggerate every every moment of life. They exaggerate. So the, the one that I want to recommend to both of you or to anyone listening is a anime called Death Note. You may have heard of the live action version, but the anime version is adapted from a comic book. Okay. Um, it's imagine. Okay, so it's a high school student. Um, who sat in class one day and he's bored and his father's a police officer yeah. and he um, wants to follow in his father's footsteps, go to university and become a police officer himself. So he has an ideal of justice that he wants to put across to the world. What happens is he's staring out the window yeah. and a book falls from, falls from the sky. Yeah. Um, it's a black notebook and he notices it falling. So he leaves the school and he picks up the notebook and in the front of the notebook it says death note. So he reads the front page and it says, whoever's name is written in this book oh will God. die after 40 seconds Jeez. of writing the name. Yeah. So what he does is um, he thinks of it as a joke. So he sits at home and he's putting the news on and a kidnapper is basically held the school hostage. So as a joke, uh, he's kind of written the name in there, closed the book, not expecting anything. But then 40 seconds passes and the news reporters are flurrying around everywhere, like something's happened in there. And it turns out that the serial killer or the kidnapper has passed away. This is in the... I'm I'm sorry, I'm slightly confused. Is this in the Dear Zachary documentary still? No, this is Death Note. Oh, this is Death Note. (laughs) Japanese... uh, Sorry, I just got confused. I got distracted for a second and I forgot where we were. Okay, right. Um, Okay. So so he finds out that the notebook's working. So he then 
gets twisted on the power. Don't get it twisted. Up, yeah, so he writes more and more criminals' names in there. Wow. And he believes that he's doing good by killing criminals and uh, his own justice. And he starts believing that he's a god of a new world. Wow. And it gets amazing when the detective gets involved. Called all right, all right. Don't t- tell us no more. Tell us no more okay. because I'm, I might check that. I have seen and I did enjoy. Is it called The Girl Who Fell Through Time? Or Girl Who Leapt Through Time. I haven't seen that one, but girl who, he is very... That, very that, that's a good one. The Girl Who Leapt Through Time. If she can, like, sort of leap and jump through time. That's, that's a good one. All right, listen, Imran. Uh, thank you for your call, brother. We'll speak again. Definitely. definitely. Thanks, man. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, 0344 499 1000. Matt, stay there. You'll be next. Then we're going to find out about mice that can see in the... Mice can see in the dark already. No. They can, no. It gives them night vision. Night vision, radio, that's it, radio, oh, God. I mean... my baby's on radio, radio, oh, yes. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. I like Joss Stone. I met her when she was um, 16 years old and was from the southwest. Now she's from America. Yeah. Um, I met her on Loose Ends, actually. I don't know who else was on there, but... Um, when she was 16, and uh, I remember thinking, wow, she's got an amazing voice, an amazing voice. You see, she's doing a world tour where she's aiming to play every single country in the world. Have you seen this? It's incredible. And she played Syria last week. She went and just, like, snuck into Syria and did it. And she's playing, um, I'm not sure exactly where it was in Syria, but she's playing a couple of refugee camps and things to play every country in the world. I kind of like that. I kind of, I, I think that's, I think that's, um, I think that's kind of cool. I think, it, you know, it's obviously going to help her a little bit, but I think that's, there's something, um, I don't know. I just think I, there's something about the spirit of it, the spirit of going, I'm going to play every single country in the world and going to places like Syria and stuff like that. It feels like a bit of a mission, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. And I always liked her. I, th- I, I thought, you know, she was a kid when she went to America and everyone took the mickey out of her for coming back with an american accent and um and who knows maybe she got a bit big for her boots i don't know that was certainly the kind of impression that was given i don't know if it was given by her but certainly the impression that came across that she got a bit too big for her boots and then that sort of career never really took off as but i guess i just remember that 16 year old kid that i met yeah. in a tiny studio in broadcasting house or wherever it was i don't remember i think it was broadcasting house um, who just, just? I think she just sang with a guitar player and just had an amazing voice and was actually very, very sweet. That's who I remember. Um, so uh, it wasn't. She was also. Uh, uh, wasn't there someone who, who planned to murder yeah. her? Someone was, was going to with a. I don't want to go into details because it was grim. But with a samurai sword, wasn't it? Yeah, there were two guys, weren't they? Yeah. That got done for it. I um, and anyone who's been through something like that. You kind of got to have respect for coming out the other side and not losing the plot completely. Yeah. No, I've got a lot of time for Joss Stone. Not necessarily my cup of tea in music, you know, but I just, um, I just think it's very easy, isn't it, to, to, to you know, to, to knock people. She was a kid when she went to the States and came back, you know. It's, um, anyway, anyway, so, oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Good evening, Matt. Hello. Hello, Matt. What can we do for thee this evening? Hi. Um, well, I'm a long, long-time listener, sort of first-time caller. Sort of, sort of yeah. first-time caller. Now that's intriguing. Yeah. Um, well, a couple of years ago, you were doing calls straight to air, yeah. and it was, it was when Farmer John called up about his puppy fowls, and 
and people ended up listing pies. So I, <laughs> I ended up listing a couple of pies. <laughs> But I've never actually spoken to you. Oh, well, one of my one of my favourite calls was Farmer John and his uh, was it pu- puppy fowls, puppy yeah, puppy fowls, and um, yeah, I wonder what happened to that guy. That was that was a that was a great call. That well, I, listen, I'm glad you've you've called back in. I'm glad you've calmed down after the excitement of Farmer John. Yeah. What have you called in for tonight, Matt? I just have a couple of couple more cultural recommendations for you. Oh, this is great. Yeah, yes, please, definitely. Hello. What you got? I've got a band and a game. Go on. Um, the band is Lucius, like an indie pop band, um, and they've also toured as Roger Waters' backing singers. Lucius. I'm gonna, you know I'm going to go straight to the YouTube. Yeah. Um, I'd go for the song Wilder Woman. Wilder Woman, I want to make love to you. Here we go. L- L- Lucius, Wilder Woman. Okay, let's have a little listen. This is... This is here we go. It's... Uh, Hang on, I'm going to jump into the song a bit. Here we go. Yeah. Oh, I like the vibe. This is a lovely vibe. Yeah. <laughs> isn't it, to the bouncy bit. Yes! I like that. Good. I think you said yeah, so. I like it because it needs a little bit of work. You got you got to concentrate on that. You can't just put it on. You got to concentrate. You got to work at it as a listener. And I think that uh, everybody should work at the art that they want to enjoy. Sorry, yeah. Catherine. What was that? I mean, sorry. Excuse, come on. Excuse me. I beg your pudding. What baking powder? What was that face for, lady? Could you disappear up your own fundament? No, I did it. What the. F- he <laughs> oh, did the, a bit. What the fudge? No, I... No, 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 no. Listen, if you want to enjoy stuff, you've got to work at it. What Why? Do you, what, do you, what, do you, what do you think this... be fun. What do you, shut up. What do you think this radio show is? Wallpaper? What do you think this radio show is? Horrid Henry? What do you think this radio show is? Um, uh, Bubblegum? No. It's, um, it's, uh, this show, it's not bubblegum, it's like one of those, um, uh, meals in a box that you get delivered to your front door, and you get the ingredients, and you've got to put it together and cook it yourself. And get you get fed up put, with it within about got, a month. Well, exactly, that's why our figures have dropped, actually. Right, but okay. you've got to put the effort in, otherwise there's no, no point. There's no point. There's no point. There's no point. My baby's on the radio. Um, which I think we should change the name of the show to. My baby's on the radio. I'll speak to the boss tomorrow. Okay, Matt, that's that's the, the uh, um uh that 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 band whose name I've forgotten, they are Lucius. Okay. Um Lucius. They are they are locked and loaded. Okay, what else have we got? Excellent. Um a game I think it's only on the Nintendo Switch and you have to play you have to have the Nintendo Switch online subscription. Okay. But it's free if you've got that. And it's called Tetris ninety nine. It's a battle royale game with 99 people all playing Tetris against each other. How, 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 sorry, how does that work? So uh, in Tetris, you now when you clear a line, that yes. line disappears. Yeah. In this, you send the lines to other people and oh, add, it, add it on the bottom. Like um, uh, bubble, bubble, bubble. 
something like that. Yeah. You've never played. You don't know what I'm talking about with Bubble Bobble, do you? You've played Bubble Bubble. Yeah, I've played Bubble Bubble. Bubble Bubble, but it's like two-player. It's like two-player Tetris, but when you clear, like, a colour, it gets sent to the the other player. But this is with 99 people. Yeah. Sounds like mayhem. That's insanity. Yeah, and it just gets faster and faster. Oh, my It's really fun and really addictive. Well, when I met Alexei Pajitnov, the guy that invented uh, Tetris, in his office in Microsoft uh, in 2000, I bet he never dreamt this would... Um, come to play. Have you seen no. Sextris? No. Okay, well, you just Google it. Um, oh. <laughs> you, 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 you Google it. It's it's basically people humping in different positions. Oh. Anyway. Uh, anything else, Matt? Or, I mean, those, those two are excellent. You don't need anything else after that. Um, I was also going to say um, sorry to Dredge, who claimed that he'd written the first Pancake Day song, but Alex Horn had a song about Pancake Day in his <laughs> podcast. And I'd also recommend that and, well, Horn well, I, Alex Horn, I'm a big fan of Alex Horn. I did a, a show with him ages ago, and I love him. Well, uh, Paul, Dredge yeah. is going to be on Paul Ross's show talking about that pancake song. Paul Ross, you might want to consider um, pulling Dredge off now because he he's, he's lies. He's he's being a great. He's being Colonel Tom Parker. He's being a carny huckster. Uh, there there is another song about Pancake Day out there. So you might want to get Alex Horn on and pull Dredge off hard and fast if you can. <laughs> Thank you for that, Matt. That's appreciated. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Um, let's go to Simon. Good evening, Simon. Good evening. It's very noisy, so let's get to the meat and two veg. I'm just pulling over. One second. Okay. Well, we're okay. Well, we're a little bit busy. We're doing a radio show here, Catherine. What is? I'm busy, mate. I can't. can't. What have so you got? So the nanoparticles the stick to the eye's retinal cells. But mice can see in the dark anyway. Convert light into electric signals. I mean, you want to tell MIT this because obviously they're wasting their time. Well, animals can see in the dark. That's why mice. When do? When. They turned infrared when light, which mice, mice cannot see. When do mice come out? At night time. When they're jolly good and ready, at like night everybody time. else. They come out at night time. They see in the dark. If you would just give me a second. I'll give you, I'll give you 60. They turned infrared light, which mice can't see, into green light, which they can. Right? So... <laughs> They say, we still haven't worked out how to get mice to talk, so to check to see whether the nanoparticles worked as expected, the team shined infrared lights into their eyes. The pupils of mice given the injection contracted, whereas the control group's pupils did not. In another test, the mice were allowed to roam about in two chambers, one dark and one lit with infrared. The ones that had received the injection spent more time in the dark area, indicating that they found the infrared chamber too bright. Oh, dear. I mean, we we don't know that for sure. These guys... What, what, what is this? Is it like a school project? What is this? It sounds awful. It's a very, very well-respected university. What are they saying? Why don't they... I will Would go it work in humans? Inject me. The team... Go and inject me now. From I'll do it. the University of Science and Technology of, Chi- Technology of, of China, China believed it will. It could potentially fix red colour blindness, for here's, example. Here's the thing. They've tested it on people in China. They, you know they have. You know that they've had a, a baby, a Chinese baby, that's been genetically modified. You know that? Mm. that it has. They, is it they, on the radio? They have okay. I'm going to give you that. Actually, that was very. That. I'm going to give you that. That was that was good. It's um, been genetically modified. Its dad, its parents had AIDS. Ah, uh-huh, yeah. And I they took it. the AIDS out of the baby's genes, and it's been born. Now they took AIDS out. What did they put in? What did they put in? Spidey senses. Something. 
something. So they will have tested. They will have tested this on a on a Chinese they, baby. They filed a patent for their work, which they reckon could lead to both mm. civilian and military applications. Whether night. someone would volunteer for a site soldier. altering eye injection rather than just opting for I night will. vision goggles I remains will. to be seen. I'll do it. I'll do it. The worst thing that can happen is what happened to those lads that that, that swelled up. Well, in, the, the very worst. That, that, that swelled up. Remember the lads that swelled up? I think they're all died, dead now. The ones that they called them the elephant men, which I thought was... But they swelled up. Do you remember that? I don't think they all died, did they? Um, I think they've died, like, about ten years after. Yeah, and they all got very ill. That's the worst that could happen. But if you promise my family a million dollars... Yeah, sure, go on. Give me... I don't think we want to weaponise you like that. Give me night vision... Uh, give me night vision eyes. Give me... Give, do it. I'll do it. I'll go to China. Is it in China? I'll go to China and do it. I've not got, I've not got a problem with that. Because I think that science is the most important thing that we have in this world and that we need to keep pushing forward and pushing forward. And I, I just think that sometimes the rules, ethics, the laws... They'll probably want someone a bit younger. Well, well, OK. Um, but the, I think the laws and morals... Uh, just get in the way of progress. And that's one thing the Chinese don't have, laws or morals. So uh, respect to them. So Americans are doing it in, in mice. Chinese, done it on a person. Done it on a person, on a baby. OK, 0344. <laughs> Come on. 0344 499 is the phone number. Another hour of scientific debate on the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
search has been inconclusive. We uh, cannot find where the Reynolds girls are. They had two two songs. Second one failed to chart, then they were dropped. They couldn't be located in 2012 for a um, Stock Aiken and Waterman reunion gig. And um, I just Googled... How do you say that? Ashling. Ashling, yeah. Ashling. 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 You're saying ing. Yeah, Ashling. A-I-S-L-I-N-G. I would, Ashling I Reynolds. Would, I wouldn't pronounce the G. I'm not pronouncing the G. I'm pronouncing Ashling. If I was pronouncing the G, it would be Ashling. <laughs> like lamb. Um, Ashling Reynolds. I just typed her into Facebook and I couldn't find... I found three Ashling well, maybe Reynolds. she got married. Um, OK, well, that, that, that's a little bit selfish. All the fans will be disappointed with that news. It's been a while. Um, here's, here's, my, here's my promise to you guys. We're going to get the Reynolds girls on this show. We're going to get them to reunite. We're going to get Ashling Reynolds and her sister, uh, the other Reynolds girl, and we're going to reunite them on this show. That's what the fans... That's what the listeners want. That's what my fans want. My fans, uh, Reynolds girls Your fans. Your fans, though, are a bit... <laughs> yeah, I know. I know they are a little bit. Should we find that um, uh, Rami Malek? Rami Malek. I'm not doing it deliberately. I don't know. Rami... 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 Malik. What? Sorry? I don't what's know what's happening here. I don't know what's going on there. Stop. Oh, how do I stop that? Stop that. Stop. Rami. No. Rami Malik. Favorite things. Right. This was doing the rounds. Here we go. Rami Malik listing his favorite things. Excellent. Okay, let's see what this is. I'm a fan of Freddie Mercury and Queen. I'm a fan of my mom. She's got my back. He's American. Oh. He's American. Now, well, in, in that case, I retract everything I said last week. He deserves that Oscar. Because he didn't sound like an American. No, he sounded... Um... Zimbabwean? Wasn't he from Zai... Zaire? Zanzibar. Zanzibarian? Wasn't it? Wasn't it? Yep. But look at his face. Look at the faces, the way he's, he's doing it as well. This is like... And at the end, at the end, you expect him to pull a gun out and go, and I like killing. Ooh. I'm a fan of Freddie Mercury and Queen. I'm a fan of my mom. He's acting there, isn't he? He's rehearsed this. Yeah, he's, he's written that. this... That acty um, head thing. I'm a fan of my mom. I'm a fan of cheeseburgers. I'm a fan of the United States of America. I'm a fan of truth. I'm a fan of video games. I'm a fan of love. Dear God. I'm a fan of killing. Come on, let's see what else he's a fan okay, of, because okay. I'm, I'm, I'm... She's got my back. Curious. I'm a fan of chamomile tea. Chamomile tea. Oh, that explains why he's so chilled out. I'm a fan of chamomile tea. I'm a fan of my mum. She's got my bag. I'm a fan of chamomile tea. Come on. I'm a fan of handwritten letters. Oh, I thought he was going to say something else. <laughs> I'm a fan of handwritten letters. I was going to say hand relief. 
I'm a fan of ham relief. Definitely more than oral. But I'm a fan of oral, too. My mom's got my back. Oh, no. Don't bring this mom into it. I'm a fan of classic movies. Like what? Like Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> Classic movie, Oscar-winning movie. I'm also a fan of Enter the Dragon. You're a bit Jack Nicholson now. Although my favorite Bruce Lee movie is Game of Death. <laughs> I'm a fan of looking sharp, regardless of the occasion. Um. Uh, okay, Mr. Purple. Okay, yes. All right, we'll let that one slide. <laughs> that one's sliding. I'm a fan of random encounters. Oh, oh you dirty devil! I'm a fan of glory holes. <laughs> what about for random random encounter? It was the guy had a, had a gun. Well, he'd have a gun. He says, "We know at the end." He's, a, I'm a fan of killing. I'm a fan of traveling by train. I'm a fan of equal opportunities for all. Well, hang on, that, you don't need to say for all, that's tautology. He's a fan um, of tautology. But what's interesting is he looks at the camera for that because he knows he's getting the brownie points. He means he's uh, he's a fan of equal opportunities for all. He's just emphasising Well, equal opportunities. You. For all. For all. Because some people are into equal opportunities, but not for some. Well, they're not equal opportunities, it, then. For, but, for, but for all, but not for some. God. He's a fan of equal opportunities for all. I'm a fan of equal opportunities for all. He's very, um, I'm going to say it, smug. <clears throat> Mate, he's just won an Oscar for a film that was pony. Of course he's going to be smug. He's realised it's all a con and he can get away with murder. Of which, more. Oh. I'm a fan of mischief. I'm a fan of being exactly who I want to be. Freddie Mercury. I'm a, I'm a fan of me. Remy Malik. I'm going to blow your head off now. <laughs> let's, let's have it all in one go, because this, this is this is going to be my new ringtone. I'm a fan of Freddie Mercury and Queen. I'm a fan of my mom. What's your favourite Queen album? Queen, Queen's Greatest, greatest Hits. hits. <laughs> CD one. She's got my back. I'm a fan of chamomile tea. I'm a fan of chamomile tea. I thought we were going to listen to it all the way oh, through, but you have just... to take him apart again. Cam chamomile tea. What the hell is cam chamomile tea? They don't even say that in America. They say chamomile, don't they? Do they? Chamois. Chami. Mm -hmm. Chamomile. And? Chamomile. No. Chamomile, chamomile. I'm a fan of chamomile tea. Freudian slip there, buddy. The most boring of teas. I mean, it's supposed to chill you out. It doesn't. It just it makes you fall asleep because it's so dull. I'm a fan of handwritten letters. I'm a fan of classic movies. I'm a fan of looking sharp, regardless of the occasion. Okay, right. Now, this, this is a man in, who... This is filmed in portrait, by the way, guys. I know. This is a man who's been dipped in glue and rolled through Burton's. It's like a felt jacket, <laughs> isn't it? It's like when you get like you're, you're 14 and you get you get a nice, you get a jacket, your first jacket, but it's like felt. Yes. I'm a fan of random encounters with jackets. I'm a fan of traveling by train. 
I'm a fan of equal opportunities for all. And he holds a goal. Oh, my God. I'm a fan of randomly inserting in any hole. I'm a fan of chamomile tea. I'm a fan of mischief. I'm a fan of being exactly who I want to be. Is, is that an advert for something? I don't know what it's for. It was doing the rounds on um, Twitter. He, he seems to need a strap line like, be whoever you want to be. Fancy dress, party shop. There's only one comment on this video, right? This is someone's relisted this, right? So I don't know where the original thing is. And the comment is, Since he make Freddy, he make the mouth thing. <laughs> Since he make Freddy, he make the mouth thing. Have you ever made the mouth thing? Uh, I'm a fan of chamomile tea. Oh, so the, the Diana, stay there. We'll come to you in a second. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. What do you think Rami Malek's a fan of? Give us a call now, and you will get through. This is Talk Radio. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. I'm a fan of chamomile tea. <laughs> Idiot. No, he's an Oscar. He's, he's one of uh, the greatest actors in the world. Let's never, let's, uh, let's never forget that. I wasn't a fan of blinking in that video. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the um, telephone number if you want to give us a call. A lot of stories. I'm wanna. I'm keen to dive into. Uh, really keen to dive in. By the way, by the way, this is this is, I, I, and I may have got this wrong, right? You may have got this wrong, but the front page is uh, 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 filled with the pictures of two people that were, were stabbed to death. Um, Yusuf Mackey uh, and Jodie Chesney. Okay? Y young people, both 17. Okay? It's on the front pages of all the papers. Okay. No, apart from the sun. The mirror in the mail. Right? What do you notice about them? Yeah, I know. Uh, they're white. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm... And I may have remembered this wrong. I may have remembered this wrong, guys. I don't know. But I don't remember there being full front page spreads when it was black kids. No. I, I may be wrong. I may be wrong. And it's it's too, it, it, it's, it's horrendous what's going on with knives. It's, it's, it's horrendous. And as a, 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 a dad of young boys, you have children, and, and I've got... Um, you know, a niece and a nephew that live in London and, and they're, the, you know, they're teenagers. and It scares the hell out of me, man. It scares the hell out of me because some of it seems to be gang-related. Some of it seems to be premeditated. Some of it seems to be completely random, right? And I, 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 it's too often you turn on the radio, particularly on the way home and listen to the news. You don't really listen to the news when we hear it go, another kid's been stabbed, another kid or another young person or another person has been stabbed. So there's a lot of it going on. I don't remember it being front page news when it was black. No, black I mean, this kids. was last week there was a stabbing in Enfield. Um, Dominic Alexander, 25. So listen, and, and I'm not in any way want to, 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 to demean um, Yusuf Mackey or Jodie Chesney and their family. Not in any way. Not in any way is it a criticism of them. Not in any way is it meant to be in a town. I feel I have to say this because some people will get the wrong end of the stick. Not in any way is it meant to demean or, or take away from the incredible loss their families are going through at all. Of course, they have nothing but my sympathies. It's horrendous. It's horrendous. Um, it, it, it's, it's just kind of moving to the side of that a little bit. It... it, it, it <sighs> 
Why haven't we had any of the black people on the front pages of the newspaper? Is it because... Well, a lot of these decisions are made on what will sell newspapers. And so I guess the, the, the thought that you have to follow through is, follow through to, is that a, a black kid that's been stabbed on the front page of a newspaper isn't going to sell as many newspapers, is it? I mean, I feel horrible even saying, expressing that that's, that, that might be someone's thinking out loud. I just can't think... I, I just it just strikes me as a, a, a sign that actually Britain's still pretty racist, still pretty screwed up. And if you ever questioned, um, you know, the whole Black Lives Matter campaign, well, that's evidence of it, isn't it? That, it? that it's only now will we take it serious. Some white kids have been... Murder, well, we we need to take this seriously then. When it was, you know, a load of black kids, okay. If if I've got that wrong, if there has been a, a, a front page, a full front page of a black kid that's been murdered, please do let me know. I'm, 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 I would be happy, I would be relieved to stand corrected on this. I'd be relieved to know that I've got this one wrong because this is not a particularly nice thought to be carrying around that... Um, Racist, racist Britain. That's what it feels like. I don't know. I mean, I have nothing more to say on it than that. That just struck me as really odd. And, and you know, sympathies go to all of the families that have been uh, affected. I just think sometimes when it's this, this, this horrible phrase, I don't think I've ever said that loud, but I'm going to say it, black on black crime, as though somehow, well, that's black on black crime. So we're just going to push that over here. Now to the real crime, it just feels it's like... Still someone's son that got murdered. Yeah. Oh, it's, it, oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. No, no. It was a black guy that killed a, it killed another black guy. So it's it's, it's fine. It's, uh, no, that's, 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 no, that's slightly different. These are white kids. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'm I'm trying to tread as sensitively around as I can, and I've probably steamed in there with um, with DM. So apologies if anyone was upset or offended. It just, I just, I just, it makes me feel very, very uncomfortable. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, let's go to Diana. Good evening, Diana. Good evening, Ian and Kath. Hey. Good evening, Diana. What have you got for us tonight on this Monday night, Tuesday morning? Well, first of all, I'm glad that you're OK, because I heard the news last week. And thank you very much. You know what I mean. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. And thank you very much for that marvellous um, interview with Nick Jones. Oh, wasn't it brilliant? And you were very good, because obviously he's forgetful, and you know what I mean. And um, Well, I work with Catherine, so I'm kind of used to it. Outraged. I am kind of used you know. to it. Well, this, for those who missed it, Nick Jones, we played out the interview last week and it's yeah. out as a podcast. I thoroughly recommend it. It's really charming, sort of 45 minutes hour in the company of Nick and his wife, Julia. And it was just funny because she said, look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go and sit in the kitchen while you do this because I don't want to get in the way. And then she obviously heard him talking nonsense yeah. and came in and just started shaking her head. I said, go on then, Julia, you, you give us the facts. We'll, we'll get Nick's colourful interpretation and you give us the facts. But it's just just a lovely, lovely couple, and I've been emailing Julia a lot, and yeah. she gave me a toy for the cats. That she gave me the to- a toy for the cats because her cat wasn't into it. Right? It's this sort of white little um, little plastic box, okay? And you turn it on, and inside the box, it spins around, and it's got a, a fox's tail attached to it. So this tail will randomly just just flip out of the box and then waggle about a bit, then go back in the box and then come out and waggle about and then stop. Yeah. And then waggle about. And my cats have been going, well one of them, Mucky got a bit bored of it, a bit scared of it, I think. But Lucky was going nuts with it. Absolutely nuts. Well she was 
his wife was very good as well because obviously he cut he gets confused, doesn't he? And, yeah, oh yeah. And and you were also very good because you were making a couple of jokes about the milk and whatever. Well, and, um, well, the cat. There was hang on, his, was it in the interview where his cat is drinking the milk? Yeah, it was. It. That was in there. Was it? we'd started at that point? But yeah, we had a had a tray with with um, some milk in a jug, and the cat was the cat was digging in. <laughs> milk is bad for cats, but we oh, used I to give. No, it is. It's bad for cats. It, it, it's too fatty for them. But I used to, we used to give cats milk all the time in the seventies and eighties. Well, yeah, that's what I would have thought. So. Yeah, and also, doesn't he look like his son? Oh God, they're they're identical. Big nose yeah, and big, too. big, thick, yeah. bushy eyebrows. They're identical. It's incredible. And it was nice that you finished the show with um, that lovely song. Which one did we? Did we finish with Canada I O? Yeah. I think we did. Yeah, that's a great song. Man. Very, very, um, very nice and uh, interview, and you were very gentle as well. And yeah, well, well you I, couldn't do. I, do I roughed them up afterwards. After after I'm, we'd I'm finished, sure I tied them up so. and I stole their jewels. So I stole yeah, major. Yeah. I didn't. After we finished, he he spent two and two and a half, three hours teaching me go, and they cooked me dinner. You know, it was it was just the best day. It was the all best day. Got, all we've got at the moment is just bad news. It's just one thing after another. Well, um, I've got some bad news. Kath is uh, leaving the show. No, she's not. And I think you were cheerful and you enjoyed it as well. Oh, I loved it. I had a great, I had a great time. They, they, they think, absolutely yeah. loved it. I think I've made friends for life with those and guys. And you'd so. never heard of him, had you, until you heard that documentary? No, I hadn't heard of him until about six months ago. And I was driving home and heard a brilliant programme about him. I thought, ooh, this guy sounds right up my street. And uh, yeah. it, it did. It was, it was uh, great. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it, Diana. I really did. I was looking forward to that. So well done. Brilliant. All right. Thank you very much, Diane. Anything else? Night. Cheers. Tutty bye. Tutty bye. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. Don't forget, I, I, I keep meaning to try and push the podcasts a bit more. I don't know what the stats are anymore. We stopped asking. But we do a best of podcast every day. And if we have a guest like Nick Jones or Stephen Tobolowski, um, we, th- that goes up as an extra podcast. Ica- uh, Acast, iTunes, your usual podcast provider. I use, um, I think I use Podcatcher. For um, uh, I use Castbox. Castbox is what I use now for mine, um, and um, you just type in Ian Lee Late Night Alternative, and you'll get the you, you, you'll get it whenever a new one comes. Don't forget as well. Of course, we do the Rabbit Hole uh, uh, podcast. Um, normally one a week, although it's been a little bit irregular recently, but we, we've got some live shows coming up. That's what the live shows are mainly. Is we go and record uh, a podcast. So, um, Acast, iTunes, like. Subscribe and share, as the Americans uh, would say. The show was downloaded 1.7 million times from January to December 18. <clears throat> Shit, really? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Last year, 1.7 million? Mm-hmm. I know. And we get 50 pence for every single one, right? I don't think I've signed anything. Gee, one point, we got 1.7 million downloads last year. Mm-hmm. I know. Remember that guy wanted us to... Um, That's from that guy. Is he, is he He's listening? entering us for the British Podcast Awards. Oh, blimey. It's the guy who wanted us to either do one podcast a week. Yeah. We wanted us to do one podcast a week or maybe even drop the podcast altogether. I can't remember the argument that we had. It was, it was tense. tense. It was tense. It was tense. <laughs> Give me, me Kath, and this guy. Now. One point. Wow. 
Well, I'm thrilled with that. I'm, yeah. th- I'm absolutely thrilled. Well, thank you, everybody. For d- I don't need to plug it. You, 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 that's enough. Don't need any. <laughs> thank you, everyone who downloads it. That, that's, uh, that is appreciated, and uh, thank you. Um, 0344 499 is the telephone number. Oh, here we go. Look at the... Oh. Right, OK. Naked thrill-seekers... Whoop with delight as they set a roller coaster world record. Oh no. The 195 naturists and volunteers stripped off on the Grand National Ride at Blackpool's Pleasure Beach theme park. They shrugged off temperatures of just 10, 10 C as they set a new record for most naked people on a roller coaster. I'll show you the picture of it, it's funny, man. The cheeky stunt, <laughs> part of British Naturism's annual trip to Blackpool, Blackpool, broke the record of 102 nudes on a ride set in Southend, Essex in 2010. So you see, you've got a picture of the ride here. Um, they're all blokes, apart from one woman right at the front. I mean, oh, and they're all, they're all, they're all, as you'd imagine, nudists. To look. She's going to feel it when she goes upside down. Isn't she? Oh, no, it's, they don't go upside down Oh, OK. Oh, because she get black eyes. <laughs> well... She would with them. It's, it's not one of those ones where you have to strap in, so to speak, is it? It's a proper old-fashioned... Oh, in that case. Yeah. In that case. I mean, I mean it's... Uh, Still, I mean... It's outrageous. It's outrageous. <laughs> I wonder why they put her at the front. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of it is all just blokes. It's all blokes. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Not every daughter would be thrilled if their dad filled his house with a harem of glamorous life-size female dolls. But Rhiannon Bevan says it warms her heart to see her dad so happy. Oh. And there's a picture of her dad, um, Dean, with Sarah, Helena, Monique. Sophia, Shuri, and Athena. Just just hanging out. Um, her double-divorced dad, Dean, 58, buys his 12 pals bras. Celebrates their birthdays. Yeah, I wonder how. Does their makeup. Yeah. Dresses them. And shares a bed with one. Rhiannon, 20, was shocked when he started his collection after giving up real women three years ago. He gave them up, did he? But she now understands it keeps him from feeling lonely. Okay. Since he retired from his job as an NHS mental health nurse. Oh, my God. Rhiannon, when home from her journalism course at Essex University, even helps with the dolls' makeup and choosing their clothes. Speaking exclusively to the son, she says, I'm not going to pretend this is normal. It's bonkers. But as I see it, it's innocent fun. Uh, is it? When I pop round, Dolly Girl Monique, she, Monique is wearing slippers in this, is sprawled on the sofa watching TV. <laughs> watching TV. In the kitchen, Athena is making a cup of tea. And upstairs, blonde bombshell Sarah is reading a book in bed. Domestic bliss. Sipping a cuppa while... Uh, this is written by Georgette Cully, by the way. And good work, Georgette. This is, this is great. Sipping a cuppa while patting Monique's thigh, Dean insists he has never been happier than with his fairly low-maintenance friends. He says, Some people might think it's creepy, but I'm happy and not hurting anyone. 
When my first doll, Sarah, turned up, I stopped seeing her as an it within hours. My brain says this is stupid. They are plastic and metal, but they've developed into something else, and I feel protective. Um, uh, his three-bed semi in Ipswich is a shrine to his big-busted, teeny-waisted mates. Dean has spent thousands of pounds from his NHS pension on them, and he even has a further four heads upstairs, including a pointy-eared Vulcan, which he plans to dress in a Star Trek uniform. He often takes his dolls apart to swap heads and bodies and says, I ask their permission. Gosh. Um, his draining boards are interesting. He spends at least 1,400 quid a time buying his dolls from a Chinese firm but says, I can afford it. My house is mortgage-free. I live off my NHS pension. Um, he, he says, my neighbours say... Dean is talk of the Ipswich and neighbours have even met his ladies. He says... I say, look, you'll see me carrying what looks like a dead body. I should explain, I haven't murdered anyone. My neighbours were interested, so I invited them in to meet the dolls. Gosh. Now, it doesn't... Um, it doesn't say that he's having it off with them. Um, Don... Um, Dean's son, Zachary, 17, is not as understanding and the dolls have to be hidden away if he comes to stay. Here we go. Yet Dean says... Ah, dolls not just sexual. Right. Yet Dean says, my kids have left home and if I was a psychologist looking at me, I'd say, you're creating a synthetic family. There's truth in that, but my go-to answer is, it's fun. <laughs> I like chamomile tea. Chamomile tea. Dean has learned how to do the dolls' makeup and style them by watching YouTube tutorials. He says, as most of them are size four with huge breasts, I find a lot of clothes in the reduced section as they're not common sizes. I get clothes from Primark or eBay and bras from Curvy Kate, which caters for small backs and big breasts. Um, uh, I want to erode this perception dolls are just sexual weird things. If I just wanted a doll for sex, I wouldn't need so many. But he is having sex with them. And his daughter's touching them. Ugh, sitting on the sofa. Um, oh, dear. Uh, Dean worries about what will happen to his ladies when he dies. But he has a plan. He says, burn me, put me in a vase and pop me in a little room with Sarah. Or have me stuffed and put with the girls. Oh, God. Oh, God. As I go to leave, he shows me a photo of Sarah in a bridal dress with wedding ring. He also wears what looks like a wedding band, but insists, I'm not married to her. I've been married twice and don't intend to marry again. But if they make a doll like the robot Gemma Chan from Humans, I would reconsider. Oh, my God. Well, here's something. Go on. Notorious sex robot Harmony is now being shipped to hundreds of customers. We interviewed Harmony, didn't we? Was it Harmony? No, Samantha. Samantha we interviewed. OK, sorry. Yes. Fears of a sex yes. bot addiction grow. The AI-powered love droid, which has a saucy Scottish accent and privates that self-lubricate. Oh, I'd like to blow you now, sir. Oh. Sorry. I'm in family mode. I'll tell you a, I'll tell you a wee story. I'll tell you, you a wee story. If you hold my hand, I'll get randy. It's been in development for years, but it's finally ready to meet its randy owners. Yes, God. Yes. The sex bot is built by a team called... Sex bot, sex bot, you're a sex bot. Real Botics. 
which is a subdivision of Real Doll, a Californian company that makes inanimate love dolls. But Dirty. Harmony is a lifelike robotic head that attaches onto silicon bodies and can talk to you, crack jokes, and even recall facts from previous conversations. Harmony first hit headlines back in 2016, sparking a wave of pre-orders from horny sex bot fans. Horny sex... I'm an HSBF, horny sex bot fan. And now Real Botics is confirmed to the sun that deliveries of those orders are now going out to customers. Wah. Horny. We have started to ship the first pre-order units of our robots to our customers, said... Dirty pervert. Real Lindroth. Realbotics AI chief speaking to the sun. Our first lot of robot heads has around 350 units, he added. You can pair them with high-tech bodies that offer internal heating, self-lubricating oh. genitals and even touch sensors. And the heads are still a work in progress too. The second lot will add some new features to the head, like cameras in the eyes for face and object recognition, touch sensors in the face, uh, embedded speakers so and more facial expressions. What's wrong with just wearing a glove? $10,000 for the head, which can be attached to regular silicon love doll bodies. The mechanical head, mechanical head is powered by a smartphone app that's loaded with artificial intelligence software. Oh, loaded with it! I would just sit and talk to her for half an hour every night when I came back from the work. Sex doll tester, Brick Dollbanger, previously told us. We've heard of him before. Brick Dollbanger? Yes. I mean, gosh, I mean, it's but it's just like, you know, being called um, Tony Cow and you're a butcher. Brick Dollbanger. Brick Dollbanger. She's learning AI. Tony Cow was the first name I could come up with. Tony that would fit with a job. Tony Cow. That was the best. That was the best I could do. Should Rick Burger. Thank you very much indeed. She's learning. She's a learning. Stephen Sausage. <laughs> she is. <laughs> for either job. Charlie Chop. <laughs> Again, for either job. She's a learning AI, not just a chatbot. Our conversations become more fluid, more comfortable. She's even remembering no, things we talked about previously. No, they don't. They're rubbish. They're I missed rubbish. her terribly, he added, forlorn, that Harmony had been returned to Realbotics HQ for further work. <laughs> Look how they're all standing, though. God, they're so... I mean, could their legs get any wider in just a natural standing pose? <laughs> they come in a Y-shaped box. <laughs> Do they? No. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, uh, the Harmony robot is powered by a smartphone app that contains an AI. Anyone can download it right now and start building a relationship what with your What if your, your lover gets life. hacked? God, I mean, state of this. He added that Harmony would soon be able to deliver a truly mind-blowing experience when it comes to intimacy. There we go. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If I were to go onto Pornhub now, I bet there's pornos with those young yeah, ladies I in. I bet there is. A weird, weird world we live in. Experts recently expressed concern that the rising popularity of sex robots risk turning Japanese people into an endangered species. Oh, the, the population's dropping. Yes, yeah, what they said. Uh, that sex, Rising sex doll ownership, declining birth rates. Mm, there you go. That's Japan for Ah, The Sun recently yeah. exposed a creepy sex robot swapping forum where owners trade their bruised, battered dolls with each other. So romantic. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Simon and Giselle, stay there. We'll come to you in a bit. This is the late night alternative. Weeknights from ten with Ian and Kath on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Thank you. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Paul Ross is on in about eighteen minutes or so thereabouts. Let's go to Simon. Good evening, Simon. Hello, sorry about earlier. That's all right, Simon. We're a, we're a young, thrusting show, and we, we haven't got time um, to fanny about. Anyway, oh, literally the whole show is fanny about. There's three hours of fannying about every single night. Never mind. What you got for us? 
Right, I've got a thing for you, right? Yes. Now, yes. I do, a lo- I do a lot of box sets. Yes. And I'm getting myself into one the last few days, yes. which I think is absolutely phenomenal. Dun, 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 dun. And that is... <laughs> and that is um, Boardwalk Empire. Oh, yeah. What? I watched a few of them. St- B- Buscemi. Mm-hmm. Buscemi. Yeah. Um, I heard it peters oh, out. <clears throat> yeah, I kind of <clears throat> lost interest in it. It peters out, as they oh, all do, yeah. which is why I will never, ever again watch another American drama series, because they always peter out. But let me tell you uh, about one of the reasons I'm loving it. Okay. Because I told you, I think it was last week I told you, I'm not I'm not really that into music. I know what I like, and, uh, you know, yeah. and I... Yeah, I'm not a music fanatic. Okay. But I'm absolutely loving the 1920s music. Oh, I think we found his little niche. Yes, and the way that the, 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 all the songs seem to tell a story in the, in yeah. the song, you know? Yeah. And the, okay. And the, the sound and that. But what do you call that genre of music? 1920s. Oh, that is. <laughs> well, I don't know what it is. Is it big band? Is it jazz? Is it what? What, what is it? What is it? What is it? Is it bebop? Is, is it Dixie? What is it? Not Charleston, is it? That's a that's a well, that's a dance. Charleston. That's a song. That's a song. Right, right. Oh, is it? That's a, Charleston is a, is a, is a song and dance from uh, from that era, I guess. Along with the Black Bottom. Oh. Oh. Yes. I don't know. Having yeah. not heard the music, I don't know. But it's probably sounds probably swing jazz. It's pretty generic for that era. But, I mean, it's not something I've not heard before. I couldn't name you a single song, mind you. Okay. But it's just, you know, there's a lot of music gets played in it, and it's actually really good. Go and buy a CD. Oh, well, this is why I'm ringing. Can you buy that music? Oh, I bet, you, I bet you can buy the Boardwalk Empire soundtrack. Oh, that's a good point. Kath, Amazon. Let's do, let's do this for for our listeners. This is the service we provide. We are excellent oh. services. Uh, we get you Catherine. buy me as well? No, get staffed. Yeah, you can buy it. Oh. How much is it? I bet you can get one for a penny. Uh, Boardwalk Empire audio CD, £15.14. I bet there's a, another option. Give me the second-hand option. Come on. Uh, Come on. £2.58. No, they're all quite pricey, actually. Unlucky, mate. Well, it's, it's old. Quality. It's 100 years old today, that music, so just deal so with I'll it. Tell you what. Yep. I tell you, I do your deal. If you buy it for me, I'll pick it up when I come to the rabbit hole. Yeah, absolutely not a problem, mate. Never going to happen, you weirdo. Good evening, Giselle. Hello. Hello, Giselle. Hiya. What have you got for us on this holiest of Tuesday mornings? Uh, I was wondering if you had any recommendations for um, web cameras to view animals when you're not in your property or... Um, front what? door security cameras because I don't know exactly what's what? legal. Well, the that. camera that I've got in my house is because I've got Hive. When I got a new boiler, they installed Hive, so I got a Hive camera, which is actually quite expensive. And I, I, I'll be honest, I don't use it now because the cats go all over the house. It's when they were locked in one room. But you need the Hive setup, so I don't know. But there are uh, there are significantly cheaper ones. I did have a little look around. There are significantly cheaper ones, and you can get it like streamed to your telephone. But I don't know the names of them. Mm, yeah, I just, I, I mean, you can get... names of them. There's, there's something for, like, door security called a ring doorbell, which is... Yeah, a, we, had ring, we had ring in Windsor. 
But yeah. I could never get it to work on my phone. We had, I mean, we our Wi-Fi wasn't great there. But every time it rang, it's supposed to, it comes up on your phone. Ding, ding. You're supposed to look at it and you can see someone and then you can talk to them. But mine wouldn't, my phone would never connect. And then also you, you've got to take it down and charge it up. So it means for a while you haven't got your doorbell up. So, mm. um, uh, and then I looked at getting a, an external webcam put around the side of the house. And it's just... Oh, it's a it's a faff. Don't just just get a door. Here's the thing. I got so I bought a doorbell, but doorbell. I was thinking, oh god, it's going to be a nightmare to fit, and you've got to put the cables and the. You don't now. You just literally stick a doorbell on the front, and then you plug a box in. Yeah, and it does it. Mm-hmm. Before you used to have to do do wires through the door and then put the box up there and put back. No, you stick it on little sticky pad. Stick it on. Plug it in. You got a doorbell. It's brilliant. Things must have changed. <laughs> Things have changed it, but so why do you want a what? Why do you want a webcam? What's what's the deal? What's going on? Okay, so, so for indoors, it's just because uh, I live in a ground floor flat, so I don't have a um, cat flap. And if something was to happen while I was out, yes. I would want to just check that the animals had. You know, I, if I needed to be back to allow them access outside. Yeah. Um, more seriously, or more kind of more frequently, in terms of um, front door security, is because I have a neighbour who's a massive dick, and oh, he, um, he calls me. Um, he call, well, he call, he's caused me to have um, some PTSD because oh, he no. had um, oh, no. he he was experience, uh, exhibiting what they call a public order offence. Uh, misbehaviour and um, consequently um, you know police got involved I I didn't um, I didn't wish to kind of press criminal charges against him but I because I would prefer that he had help with his issues but um, consequently it makes me every time I um, hear you know now noises that are perhaps kind of clashing classically make me jump anyway that's not great and then also I'm kind of avoiding um or structuring my own day around whether whether he has just recently gone out or, or oh, not, which isn't great. No, so it's not ideal. Just, just to allow myself to see whom is at the door so that I actually answer it, because I won't even answer the door. Well, so then then, then get a ring. Or, I don't know, you've got to have good Wi-Fi, but then get a ring or, 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 or something like that and... Put that and put that up, and yeah. uh, and you can just check it on your phone, and you don't have to go and you know it's uh, ah that sucks, man. That sucks. Yeah, you know. I mean, I I think I'm very appropriate to kind of not being around neighbours, but that's not really possible unless you travel all the time. I feel like I need to perhaps do that a bit. I feel kind of quite stuck. Yeah. But um, in terms of yeah, in terms of security, the only thing with rings is that apparently um there's a digital delay because obviously. You you have somebody press the door, but it takes a while to connect or something. Um, that's kind of on the reviews for that. But you can pay them off um, if you can't pay them in one go for I don't know they are a couple hundred quid. You can pay them off uh, per month oh. on Amazon. Oh. So this well, is not an endorsement. Amazon on Amazon, um, Amazon do the never never. They do the HP on Amazon. This is what we're. Um, I don't know. I, I don't. Technically, I don't know. My my suggestion is always go on Witch. Go to Witch magazine, and um, you can sign up for yeah, free, I think, idea. for a month, and have a little look and compare stuff, and then cancel your subscription. But that would be my suggestion, Giselle. Yeah. All right. Okay. Cool. I might have a look at Witch. It's, it's better than 
um, that website that features that fictional meerkat that was quoted in um, the House of Commons recently. I have literally no, literally no idea what you're talking about because they, I don't know if they advertise it or not. I don't know. Anyway, thank you very much indeed. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. The worst reviewer on TripAdvisor has been named and shamed. Oh, really? The most feared TripAdvisor reviewer has been unmasked. Den the Card from Birmingham posts hundreds of one-star reviews, often at highly rated venues. The much-travelled critic tears into pub customers and staff with slights such as disgusting, revolting and wipe your feet on the way out. Wow. Staff at Waterworld were arrogant and in need of soap. Bully's Pub in Bangkok had... Find this guy. Can you go on TripAdvisor? I don't know if you can look up the reviewers. Den the Card. All one, all one word. It's all one word, guys. Uh, but Bully's Pub in Bangkok had the ambiance of retired football hooligans, and that's just the ladies. Owners are calling for him to be removed from TripAdvisor. Roger Kazali of the Plume and Feathers Cornwall said it shouldn't be allowed. Um, but then the card does give five stars to Falmouth's Harbour Lights restaurant and Roskilly Ice Cream Parlour at Padstow. Have you got him? Yeah. Go on, what's he, what's he, give us some so of the reviews. So here's one uh, what, for uh, uh, the Dolphin Inn, for example. Oh, Disgusting. Yeah. By the way, which I'm sure is a great venue. Yeah. Okay? We're not, I, mean, we're not, I think we've established that, that yeah. this guy likes a, a one-starer. Yeah. <laughs> Starts with the smell that greets you from the car park of stale fat. It gets better. Imperious people are all striving for importance while actively ignoring customers. Aye. Uh, the beer was, as the title and the after effects, most unpleasant. Is the premium lager its poor substitute? Keep it. So can you see how many, like, one-star reviews he's given? Yeah. Has he given loads? Yeah. Isn't that funny? And there's a five, actually, here. Go on. For, for the, ice cream? No, for the Three Rivers Cafe Cornwall. Best breakfast in Cornwall. Wonderfully cooked and exceptional. Always a cheerful experience. TripAdvisor is a strange thing because it can be easy, easily manipulated. I had a thing today when I bought the car, which made me feel slightly uncomfortable, but I sort of went along with it to a certain extent, where I was there and I hadn't got the car yet. I paid for it and I was about to get the keys. And the guy said, what would be great is if you could go on our website and write a review. I was like, yeah, sure. And then he turned his computer around and gave me oh, the keyboard. Now? Yeah. And so I wrote a review saying the, about the guy, saying the guy's been really helpful and he's answered all my questions. Uh, so I did that. But then, then I don't know if it's gone on the website because then I got an email saying I had to authorise it, which I didn't. And then he said, w w could we take a picture? I think they do it with all the customers. I don't think he knew I was a star. And he said, could we take a picture of you just with the new car to go on the website? I said, no. I said, no. That's not happening. He said, OK, if you leave us a good review on Google Reviews, we'll send you a £20 Marks and Spencer voucher. I was thinking, is that... That's, that doesn't feel... Feels like he's paying you for... That doesn't feel right. And I, I went, oh, 20 quid, Mark. Yep, yeah, yeah, of course I'll do that. Of course, thinking, well, no intention of doing that at all. But that felt a little bit bent you know in terms of yeah. the game being bent it's different if you've done that independently and then they decide to yeah. send you something but to offer you that in exchange yeah that f and i also i'm thinking i've not got the car yet give me a month with the yeah. car and you then i'll give you a review exactly you, you want to let me make sure everything is all right with the car and if it's not how you deal with it 
Then I'll give you a review. Yeah, let's have my first service or, you know, yeah, whatever it might be. Yeah, it was just, I mean, they, they, listen, do you know what? They were great when I bought the car and everything was wonderful. But, but you need a month with the car to make sure it's, you know, it's it, it's all right and it's doing what it's meant to do. But yeah, I thought that was a little bit um, snarky. Um, here comes Paul Ross. Look at that. Hello. It's Paul Ross. Hello, mate. For a £20 Marks and Spencer's voucher, I'd show my ass in a church. <laughs> what are you thinking, you fools? Get off your moral high horses. £20 is £20. <laughs> hey, what's the matter with you? Hey, dear me. Do you like lost in showbiz? Look at that. <laughs> Look at that. He's, and he's right. He's absolutely right. That's a nice meal for two from M&S. Yeah. Uh, what have you... Uh, <laughs> you've got John Dredge coming on your show. We have. Well, you should... Don't. Um, what? Because he says it's the first ever Pancake Day song, and we've been told it's not. Someone has called in and grasped him up and said, no, there's not. That some uh, Alex Horn did a Pancake Day song. So, and hold into account. What I'm saying is, it's the first one I've ever played on the Late Late Early Early show. Oh, fair play. It's, it's a, a lovely a little radio, song. It's, it's a talk radio exclusive. Well, well, we played it earlier. But, so... <laughs> on my show, it's a talk uh, radio sorry, exclusive. Sorry, it's we a lovely in, little we song. In, we live in the permanent present like a goldfish. He's got the voice... £20 M&S voucher. He's got the voice of a 15-year-old boy. It's beautiful. He's, 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 he's a gruff... He's very kind of mock turtles indie light. Yeah, isn't he? yeah, well, it's great. Kind of, yeah. It's a great sound. We yeah. loved it. What else have you got? Uh, well, it's fifty years yesterday, so we're a day late. But fifty years yesterday since the Craze were jailed for life. Oh, so we're talking about Reggie and Ronnie. We're not yep. going to in any way glamorise them because they're both, you know, Ronnie absolutely psychopathic. Yeah, God help him. Reggie probably not much better. But we're talking a bit about that kind of that period in British history, not just London history, because there were gangs all over yeah. the UK around that time, and it was a kind of weird attempt to emulate. They, be, they were sort of pop stars and sort of all of them Al Capones in their minds. Very strange period. I don't understand. You're right. This, this glamorisation yeah. of pe- people that are arseholes. You know, they're horrible, horrible thugs. And there's this this whole thing about them being cool. And... Oh, but there was a code, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still around slashing people and, and telling them, oh, horrible. You play your cards right, you'll get a 20 pound MS voucher. They kept the streets clean that they were there. Yeah, that's how you do it. Go on, what else you got? Uh, we're also talking about. Um, it's the world's rarest seagoing mammal. It's a teeny tiny porpoise. Yes. There are only they think about 80 left in the whole world. And some armpit fishermen from the USA, I'm not being anti-USA, but want them as trophies. And there's a special Mexican task force that's out and about protecting them. So we're speaking with journalists who've been covering that for some time. So it's one of those stories, it's, 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 a, it's a kind of a knock and a boost at the same time. The knock is people want these things somehow mounted on their walls because yeah. they think they're going to be extinct soon. Yeah. But the good news is there are people actually risking their lives to save them. So it's a kind what, of double whammy. What are we doing with this world? What are we doing with the world, Catherine? Stuffing and mounting we're, it. We're, we're screwing it up. Mm. And our kids are going to have to just watch it all on virtual reality, which is not, you know, actually a bad thing. I quite like As opposed to all that time they spend gazing at their tablets at the moment. You yeah, know. yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, Paul Ross is coming up I after l- I l- one. I love the way you say exactly when I contradicted you. Yeah, no, I was agreeing, I was agreeing with you. You got it, you got it right. You, you want out now, don't You've you? You've just reminded me that, that their, their life is, is miserable and that, so yeah. they, they can just deal with it. I don't care. I do want out. I want to go home. I'm hungry. I want to go home. I want to go to bed. Um, that is it. That is your lot. Thank you very much much matthew thank you catherine as always that's all right thank you uh matthew no 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 all okay right thank well now, you, now, now you're going to talk you're going to talk into the, the the news which you you often do so i will say this is talk radio talk radio 24 hour radio debate and entertainment talk radio we'll get you talking